I mean, you could, you never know. You guys could lose more games. and That, that they may be capable of. Losing, like, a bunch more games. Yeah. That's something I could uh It's a couple I more weeks in the season. Could get up in the top five, maybe. So that's a familiar feeling. <laughs> losing a bunch of games. Well, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Kyle Ritchie. I am joined by my friend, Mr. Troy Adams. Yo. On the Planet Comedy Podcast. What's going on, dude? Nothing much, man. You've been up to living the dream. Yeah, as they say. Got yeah, your child is one years old now, right? You have a you have a toddler almost. I do. That sounds fascinating. How's how's that going? Uh, something new every day. Yeah. Every day. I mean, you'll have that. Will indeed have that. Uh, has she been sick with anything yet? Like if. You dealt with anything real awful, or has it been pretty chill so far? No, I mean it's been pretty, pretty normal. You're pretty for the standard most part. experience, yeah. parenting experience. As standard assume. as it can be, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been good, man. They change every day. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Fucking look different when you get home than when you leave in the morning. It seems like just grow and get bigger all the time. Yeah, that's wild. Learn new shit. It's fun. Sounds fun. Sounds like a great time. Well, we were just talking about the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> Not much to talk about. No, I mean, it's been a rough year. At least Jeff Saturday is the coach. I did like that move. I like that. Because, I mean, he's always been a dog. For sure, he's definitely got a lot of fight in him. Yeah, I mean, he used to play center. And he knows so football. That's the thing. They won their first game. They beat the Raiders. Yeah. That that kind of gave you a lot of hope. But, man, I mean, I think Matt Ryan has looked as bad as he can look. Probably. I yeah. mean, between just the injuries and not being able to stay healthy, and then when he is on the field, he doesn't look healthy. He doesn't. He's not making the passes like you would kind of expect him to with all that talent on the team. Which, I mean, they fired the, you know, offensive coordinator. So, I mean, he wasn't doing a fucking great job either, giving them good looks. But I just don't, I don't know what they thought they were going to get out of him. It's kind of my, well, my big question. Probably like hoping he could play like he did the year they went to the, the Falcons of the Super Bowl. Yeah, when was that? It's in 2018, 17. Yeah. Yeah, he hasn't looked uh, too great since then. Nah, it was a rough loss. They also had Larry Fitzgerald. <clears throat> Uh, no, Julio Jones. Or Julio Jones. Yeah, Julio. Julio. He's a monster. He's gigantic. Yeah. yeah, it was when he was... They had, like, the best receiver in the league that year. This is true. So, I mean, we got some dogs, too, though. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, yeah, we got a good good young receiving core. Decent tight ends. And then you got Jonathan Taylor. Opens up a lot of shit. But, they, they like, this year, they're not using Jonathan Taylor like they should. Uh, I don't know what they're doing, but... On the offensive line has played bad. Yeah. It's been sure, a... I mean, they've, you know, they've had injuries and different shit, but I don't know. It just seems like a lot of talent going to waste. It seems that way. Like Jonathan Taylor is going to turn into like the next Derrick Henry. 
oh, and just wither away <laughs> in Tennessee. I mean, hey. He can, I mean, is that not what happened to John, to, to Derrick Henry? I mean, a little bit, but he is he carries Tennessee to relevancy. Oh, 100%. That man but, is I just... mean, Jonathan Taylor will, too. I mean, look, his rookie year, he was the best running back in the league by a fucking mile. He was a beast. And a then year. you turn around, and here you have a season where, like you said, bad offensive line pay, play, you know, quarterback that can't get you the type of looks that you should be getting. Because the thing is, people, like, when we play against other teams that have a decent defense, they're not scared of Matt Ryan passing the ball. Well, no. So, I mean, what are they going to focus on? They're going to focus on JT. Well, yeah, that's the best thing you could do. He's the most that, dangerous that, player that's on the, the offense. That's the whole, like, defensive scheme against the Colts right now. Just Some... If you can stop JT, you can beat the Colts. Yeah, most likely. And that's not going to change as long as we have Matt Ryan. He played well. Jonathan Taylor was good. looked good pretty decent last night. Mm-hmm. No, he's a dog. He's still a dog for sure. Like, I mean, if any team in the league had a chance to get him, 100%, they're going to be all in on that. Oh, yeah. I don't think he'll go anywhere. They, got, they just need a quarterback. No, they'll be just fine. Just need a quarterback. The defense, well, I mean, we've been missing Darius Leonard all year. Maybe they'll trade for Aaron Rodgers. That'd be interesting. I think, I think he could get us to a Super Bowl within two years. Yep. Maybe not the first year. I mean, but I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a different beast, though. Like, you talk about a guy that's able to adapt to different. Yeah, I mean, he's had true. a different team in Green Bay almost every year he's been there. They trade, you know, they do so much trading. And, I mean, you've seen what happened with his whole receiving core the last, like, few years. Well, and I'm sure he'd like to play with Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor <laughs> oh, behind yeah. him. That'd oh, be yeah. nice. I mean, he's got Aaron Jones, but that's a little bit different than having Jonathan Taylor to hand the ball off to. I mean, you're talking about a guy that give you 60 like that. Like, that's the difference with Jonathan Taylor. He has that, like, you know, just that crazy, just, he breaks that first tackle, brother. I mean, your, your safety's eating shit. You know, they're not catching him. Yeah. You've got to get him inside inside the lines. If you if he breaks that first tackle, he, he's got the type of speed and craftiness. He, yeah, if he's he going to get away on you. Jonathan Taylor gets out in open space. It's not a good situation over. to have. <laughs> Take the L out of lover. It's over. Yeah, I'll fuck with Jonathan Taylor. I like him a lot. Yeah. He's a very good football player. Hey, man, we got a great defense, too. I mean, we added those two, the two veteran guys. Was it Stephon Gilmore? And, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, they just got him in the offseason, or right, right uh, maybe preseason <clears throat> they signed him. Well, they got Yannick Ngakwe. Now they re-signed that. DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner, Bobby O'Kirke. Yeah. Uh, Darius Leonard, like I said, is a dog. Kenny Moore, dog. I mean, that's the only thing that we were really – that was the only position we were really short in was corner. And I got Stephon Gilmore. Now you got Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, who's a beast. Beast. And then the other guy we picked up is a safety. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't for the life of me think of who he was because I remember I texted you. The day I remember the day that they got both of them, and I was like, I was like, bro, we're contenders now. <laughs> and then we get, and then Matt Ryan comes in, and plays like he's playing. I'm like, well, there goes that. <laughs> there I was goes hoping that. you said it was you're like it's go time. That's the only thing we were missing, man. Was one is some because like before them, our you know defensive captain was like Darius Leonard, who isn't really a veteran player. You know, I mean, he's been around for a few years, but I can't think of how old he is. I don't think he's been in the league that long 
but now, I mean, you have, like, some veterans who can play. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they can still play at a, at a pretty high level. You get a lot of guys who can play at a really high level, and you got a lot of young guys. It's a good mixture. Yeah. You just need the, a quarterback to bring everything together. And you look at what... Um, um, my friend Kyle Sullivan keeps talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, and I'm just like, I don't know about all that. Who am I thinking? J- Jacoby Brissett. Like, you look at him at Cleveland, like, he hasn't played bad. No, nah, he wasn't terrible. He hasn't played bad at Cleveland. And, and, you know, how much talent do they have in Cleveland? I don't yeah. think they have as much as the Colts on both sides of the ball. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about on both sides of the ball. They do have a good running game. They have Kareem, they get a good running game. Cream Hunt and Nick Chubb, but that's about that's it. That's the thing. If you, you know, if you put Jacoby Brissett on the Colts, you're not losing much running game because you still got Jonathan Taylor, who's a one-man wrecking crew. I mean, that guy's as good as any two-man punch in the NFL by himself. If you put him there and he just makes those, you know, couple passes, you know, gets his 150 yards a game passing, maybe a touchdown, just don't turn the ball over and don't make that, don't, you know, the three and outs. I think Jacoby Brissett, he can get you yards on the feet. So then you got a two-way threat, whereas – he can run the ball or he can hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. And with that young receiving core and the tight ends, dude, I, I think he would be a better look than Matt Ryan is, honestly. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett was there for it. He could. He's got youth. He's hung, He's still hungry. Like, he wants to play good. Matt Ryan's just kind of at that point. He's like, I'm going to go wherever they're going to take me. Yeah. I don't think he came to the Colts to get his last, like, his last hurrah like Tom Brady and just come there and try to make a Super Bowl with all these young guys. I think – Atlanta was fucking tired of him, and they got a young guy now. Then they they drafted uh, uh, Desmond Ritter, yeah, from Cincinnati. Yeah. So they got him, and then they got Marcus Mariota, don't they? As a starter, kind of you know handing off the torch to him. You don't really need Matt Ryan there. He's making a lot of money, and the Colts just needed a quarterback really badly because Carson Wentz wasn't working out. And, it, I mean, this is kind of what you get. I mean, Carson Wentz played better last year than Matt Ryan's played Matt this year. Matt Ryan is, yeah, because Matt Ryan's been playing through injuries, dude. That injury that he set out for, I don't know if it's his shoulder or something like that, he's still fighting that injury. Although Matt, although Carson Wentz also just got benched. Yeah, I mean, they said it when he went to the Colts. That was kind of his last, you know. Chance. If it doesn't work out there, there's not too many teams that are going to sign him as a starter. You know, he might be a backup somewhere, but. Yeah. Well, Taylor Heineke's playing there. Taylor Heineke's not bad, man. Not too shabby. I mean, I hate to say it at this point, but I'd rather have him than Matt Ryan. I mean, his teammates seem to love him. I'd rather have Sam Ellinger in there, our backup. He's he more, played He played good in preseason. He's he's mobile. Yeah. He can move a little bit. Yeah. But, but the thing is, like, playing at the NFL speed and being able to get those pocket passes and the three- to five-yard passes, like, that's – that's not something that most quarterbacks pick right up on. No, nah, it takes a minute. You know, every quarterback coming out of college, they got a bomb. These days, they got a bomb, they got an arm on them, and they can run. You know, you don't see too many quarterbacks come right in and play like fucking uh, Justin Herbert. You yeah. know what I mean? You don't see too many quarterbacks do that. But, you know, a guy like Sam Ellinger, you put some talent around him, you know, get a, a better you know, better offensive coordinator if they can work with him. With all that talent in JT back there, I think he might be a better look than Matt Ryan. I mean, Matt Ryan looks fucking sad out there. <laughs> he looks fucking sad, son. <laughs> like, there's not been one game this year where I see Matt Ryan playing. I'm like, oh, we might be able to do something with this. So you went to the Monday night game, right? I did. How was that? What was that experience like? 
Dude, I mean, the I mean, the defense looked really good. It was fun. It was a hell of a time. Yeah. I haven't been to Lucas Oil since we had um, what's his dick, Andrew Luck. I ain't been up there since we had him, so it's been a while. But been a minute. I mean, it was a Monday night football game. It was a fucking hell of a time. Yeah, atmosphere and everything. I mean, the stadium they put on a hell of a show up there. <laughs> you know, but how was Indianapolis? Is that it's. Like the city itself, yeah, it, it was fucking cool, man. Did you all get out and like go, yeah, I mean, sightseeing stuff. Yeah, there's a lot to do up there. We didn't do like a whole lot. We just kind of went to a few bars and restaurants, stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to do. We went to a, um, so apparently this new there's like this new thing like where all these bars are trying to like be speakeasies. Like it's a whole like fad now. Like, oh yeah, these different bars are doing where, like. It, you can look up like where the bar is but there's like either a password to get in or like a code and they're all like you know these like dimly lit places with like old like old time vibes like prohibition era vibes and stuff like that we went to one of those it was pretty cool you know it was actually the place that we went to was um one of Don, john dillinger's hideouts that's pretty because cool. John Dillinger's from Indianapolis. He was born in Indianapolis. That's pretty nifty. So like there's like a trap door in this bar, like where they show you where like he would like, you know, during Prohibition he would hide out there and then go through the trap door and like he comes out on the road somewhere and they just like give you all kinds of history and shit like that on That's it. cool. It was pretty neat. Uh, where'd you guys, what kind of restaurants did you guys go to? Did you, where'd you go to eat out, up there? Uh, no, we didn't go to any really, like, nice restaurants. We went to Steak and Shake up there. <laughs> oh. Hey, Steak and Shake nice is pretty delicious <laughs> on a good day. It's pretty good. But oh, it can hit the spot in certain occasions. Yeah, you told me you were going up there, and I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Monday Night Football is probably going to be pretty rowdy. Yeah, it was wild, man. <clears throat> I'll tell you right now, there's more Steelers fans there than Colts fans. Really? Steelers fans were fat. There was all kinds of them, dude. Like, we were just walking down the street on the way to the game, and, like, you just see purple and gold, or, or black and gold everywhere. Oh, dude, Pittsburgh fans travel well. I was like, jeez. Those people are wild. Their yeah. team's not even that good. Yeah. They beat us. Yeah. You'll have that. You guys are in the midst of turmoil. And it literally just boiled down to Matt Ryan. <clears throat> you guys are in the midst of turmoil. Like, the end of the game, man. Like, we had... <coughs> fourth quarter, man, we had... We had to have had three shots, four shots to win the game. And, I mean, just three and out, three and out, turnover. Uh, you just uh, – it's like they just gave it away at every step. It sounds fun. Just, they're going to make a new Indiana Jones movie. It would yeah, I've seen it. It's supposed to come out for a while. It's supposed to have a dude in it. Harrison oh, yeah, Ford. Harrison Ford's going to be in it. Was he uh, in a wheelchair now? <laughs> He's going to be a 1,000 years old, yeah. I would assume. Gotta make that money, huh? Yeah, I guess. I wonder if Steven... It's like Jamie Lee Curtis, dude. They'll be fucking willing her out on a stretcher to get stabbed by Michael Myers in fucking 2035. This bitch ain't never gonna stop making movies. Dude, we, we were talking about this the other day. I was talking about this with somebody. When, or when the movie... The new... So have you seen the new Halloween? Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I, I kind of fucked with it a little bit. I like the fact that it showed the human, like, finally showed the human side of this man who is 75 years old. That's true. I agree with this that. This man should be in a nursing home. Like, do you, people don't understand, like, the first movies took place in, like, 1981 or 86 or something. And, like, in the new movies, they even say, like, like it's 2000-something. 
Yeah, it's like a, even if it's two thousand and five. It's supposed to be modern day. I think. This man is sixty five years old. Yeah, he's a thousand years old. That's what I'm saying. Like, and finally he's just like limping around with the fucking arm and shit. And I'm like, damn, Michael Myers is old as fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it, for me, it just kind of like it was one of those situations where I was just like, this is just way too much. Like, yeah, it should like the first and second movie should have been one whole thing. Yeah, and then just have him die at the end. Yeah. The ending was pretty and cool. Then, see, that's what I like about like the Scream movies. Yeah. They're realistic. Because yeah. you can't have the same serial killer for a movie that's ba- not only based in 1980-something. The first one came out in 1980-something, I think. 1982, I believe. Was the very first Halloween. Or 19, maybe I'm probably, probably a couple years old. I think 85-ish, I would say. Yeah, it, had, it was 80-something for sure. I know that it, it was before the 90s was the first movie. The original one out. There we go. 1978. God damn. This bitch has been making movies for 40 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, bro. Now, this is the crazy part we were talking about. Now, look up how old Jamie Lee Curtis was in Halloween 1. Look up how old this girl was. I watched a documentary on it earlier, and she was, like, young. Let me see. I'm sure she's we'll go to the first one because we looked this shit up but you you gotta you gotta see it here it's fucking outrageous yeah 1978 is a minute ago that is god i can't even do off the top of my head how long ago that is I so mean, it's 22 years from 2000 years. yeah 44 years god bless 44 years been making movies for 44 years and to show how crazy relevant the movie stays she's, she's 64. 64 now okay so she started a- making movies in 1977. That was the beginning of her acting career. She made Halloween 1 in 1978. So, so one year into her acting career, she made the biggest fucking horror movie ever made. Yeah. Present day. Halloween 1 has to be. I mean, you could put it right there with. It may not be the highest. Friday the 13th yeah. and all that shit. But. I would say even above them. They're all on the same level at the very least. Yeah. As far as like staple movies. Yeah. You got Freddy, Jason, and Michael. Like, those are the top three. Those are the Everybody dudes. knows. Household names. She made this movie one year into her career, and she was how old at the time? 20. If it's 44 years ago, she'd be 20 years old. 20 years old. Not even old enough to legally drink. And she just made another one in 2022. Yeah. Still making these motherfuckers, Yeah, still bro. busting like, them out. Still doing her own stunts too. That's why I was just. It's still one of the biggest releases. Like when the new Halloween came out, oh, like yeah. like it or love it, you know, everybody watched oh, dude. it. Oh, we, you know what everybody I mean? Everybody watched it. Everybody watched that shit, bro. I love the Halloween movies. I do too. They're my favorite. I've always said they're my favorite out of the three. Jason. <laughs> Jason's like my guy. Is close behind. Jason's my guy, but that's only. Yeah, Michael. That's a personal <laughs> connection for me. My dad. Me, and my dad love. My dad likes the. Friday the Thirteenth movie, so that's yeah, just from, I grew up watching them. But, but dude, I've always said there was a there was a Jason versus Freddy for a reason because ain't neither one of them fucking with Michael. Dude, he's terrifying. You ain't never seen a Michael so a Michael versus Freddy. You never seen Michael versus that's he, he's just a very because he's stabbing bitches up out here. The <laughs> whole gang is <laughs> he's stabbing bitches. Yeah, and he's the only one that don't really have a superpower. Yeah, dude, Jason for Other a while. Other than just being a senior citizen that can swing a knife really fucking yeah. good. I'm I don't know. That's his superpower. From like the fourth and fifth one on, he was kind of like, 
Nobody ever said it, but he did have yeah, like superpowers. Like, he just shot this dude 400 times, <laughs> and then he just choked some fucking 18-year-old chick. Yeah. Like, like, he gets shot six times and is then immediately able to choke a hoe. <laughs> I'm just like, listen. All right, you guys may not say it, but my, all right, Michael's like a... Yeah, I mean, I guess it's no different than Freddie, like, drowning at the... Or drowning or dying somehow. At the, like, we watched one the other day, the most recent one, mate. Like, this is where, like... It loses, like, it's, you know, whatever to me. Is where, like, at the end of the last Friday the 13th, they fucking hang him with a chain and then put the chain into a wood chipper. And then the wood chipper, like, fucks him up a little bit. And then, like, I think they stab him a couple times. And then they just roll his body back into the lake. Yeah. And then it starts showing, like, they start being all, like, sentimental, and then all of a sudden he just reaches through the thing and, like, grabs her. I'm like, now now we're getting into fairy tale land. Oh, dude. You know what I mean? Like, he cut 13 people with a chainsaw throughout this movie. That's all believable. But then you kill him, and he just comes out of the water. That's where it's like, okay, now, this movie's for kids. Oh, dude. For <laughs> me, I mean? some, of, some of that shit, I love it. Like, I just love the cheesiness. Like, one of the... I've seen all those movies a thousand times, and then the sixth one, he he's dead. Like, dead, dead. And this kid that, like, he chased in one of the earlier movies goes to his grave and, like, stabs him with a giant metal pole. It gets struck by lightning, and he comes back to life. Yeah, yeah, And it yeah. is the wildest shit I ever done did see. I always make the joke when I see that scene. I'm like, see, God's on Jason's side. Yeah, He's right. killing teenagers before they have premarital <laughs> yeah, sex. Fuck these, when fuck they don't, when they do kidding. drugs. I'm like, he's just a very religious man, and he's tired of their bullshit. That's what it is. Get these hippies off my camera. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and clearly God agrees with him because he said, I'm going to bring this motherfucker back to life so he can continue murdering teenagers. That shit's wild, though, man. It's like, a wild movie. I remember those movies coming out, man. It just seemed like they were such a bigger deal than movies are now. Oh, yeah. Like, even when the new Halloween came out, like, I mean, it was a big deal, but not like like the older I'm trying movies. to think what's the last movie I saw. Probably when the new Star Wars movies started coming out. The first one yeah, of those was the last... Big deal. I never got into the Star Wars, though, until the new ones came out. Yeah. Dude, like, that's a, I, think it's a lot of, I think it's a lot of people. Like, it was... That, I always say to this day, is the most packed I've ever seen a movie theater. Because I've never understood people, like, how they go fucking crazy over Star Wars. And then, like, the new movies came out. And, like, everybody was acting like, dude, this was just, like, the coolest thing since sliced bread. Like... People were losing their minds over the new Star Wars, and I was like, damn, the old movie's got to be pretty fucking good if people are wilding over new ones coming out like that. I like, the first two are, I've always said, are the best. No, those are really good. Like, those are, are you talking magic. about? So, are you talking about, like, the original <clears throat> yeah, first ones, the, f- the ones about Anakin? Yeah. Because uh, this shit always confuses me. Uh, the, uh, A New Hope, the one about, with uh, the very first one ever made, like, 78. And that's the one about young Anakin, right? But, no, it's about Luke. It's about Luke. The old, they're super old. Okay, yeah. So I'm talking about like in chronological, like the way you are actually, because aren't you you like the way I watched them? Like I looked up when I how you're how you're supposed to watch them <laughs> chronologically when decided, is when I decided I was gonna watch these movies. I was on like Reddit. I was on okay. all these different shows. I was like, I need to know the perfect okay. order because if I watch them out of order, I'm gonna hate myself. As a, as a Star Wars super fan. I have a lightsaber and two fucking helmets in there. <laughs> you got the receipts. Yeah, I got the receipts. 
the correct chronological order to watch them is as the ones that are made in the 2000s with Hayden Christensen and Ian McGregor. About Anakin. About Anakin. Those are the first three. Because then you see how he becomes... Yeah, Darth Vader. And what? Then the, okay. And then the four, five, and six, the ones that are made in the 70s and That's 80s. That's the order I watched it. Yeah. The, I think four and five, the one, the first two, are the ones that were made in the 70s. I think those are the best movies. The ones about young Luke where he's like... Uh, yeah, especially The Empire Strikes Back. The second one, I, yeah. that's one of my top five movies ever made. <clears throat> I, I love that so movie. So isn't this... So there's three in each, right? There's three yeah. about Anakin, three about Luke. And as much as I love them, I can say this honestly. After that one, the rest of them are just average to mediocre movies. So what would that one after that be? Okay, the ones after that one are the newest ones that came out, like 2015. Which oh, yeah. Six, See, seven, I, I never seriously, like, I watched some of those, but, like, just like you're saying, after, because I had binged the first six, yeah, and then after that, I tried to watch the new ones, and I was like, I feel like they're just reaching back, trying to, like, grab a hold of some of that, yeah, that whatever special what? they had on the first movies and put it with new technology, and it never works. Nah, it never works out. They're never as good as the originals. Well, that's what I feel like about, like, we were just talking about the this new Indiana Jones movie. I'm just like, everything in the movies made anymore just kind of feels like it's either a remake or a sequel of something. It's a ripoff. It's, it's, it's kind of miserable. Yeah, it's like, dude, like... You can see what they're trying to go for, but it's like, dude, like you can't, you can't redo Empire Strikes Back. No, Empire Strikes Back is. You'll never do that. It's one of those once in a lifetime movies. You'll never do that on film again. No, it's like The Sopranos. Like you'll never do the like Jurassic Park or or like uh not The Sopranos, the fucking. uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. The Sopranos, The Godfather, The Godfather. How many mafia movies have you seen about the same fam, the five families, and this and that, and all this shit? They'll never be. They'll never be the Godfather. No, the Godfather is. I agree. I think the Godfather is the best gangster movie ever made. First, because off. it's all real and it's original. Because yeah. Because it's like we're like we're gonna make we're gonna tell this story through film, and now all these new ones are just trying to like tell you something you ain't heard before. Because know. you can't ma- have the same exact stories it was in the Godfather, but you can only tell one uh, one story so many ways. Yeah, that's true. It's like you've already told the story. Now you're just trying to put a new twist into it, or with new technology, and it just never works. It's, it's crazy to me that they still make so many mafia movies to this day. Dude, one comes out, one or two of them come out on Netflix every year. Whether it's like a documentary or a new fucking like movie or live action movie or whatever. I'll tell you what, did you watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix? It was weird. Shit's quite wild. It makes you feel like... Yeah, it made me feel really... Makes you feel a little gross. Yeah. You're just, you kind of feel like, icky. Is, I was like, I get it. You gotta be, you know, pretty graphic to, like, tell Grimy. what you really did. Like, if you really want to tell it. But it's like, I feel like they almost went too far with that shit. Like, that, that shit was like... That was rowdy. I'm not trying to be in the room... Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm in Dude, the Dude, some of it is like, shit. it really wasn't as violent as I thought. Like, I, it, was, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't gory, it's just creepy. Yeah. Like, you never really see him do anything. Which I think that's what they were trying to do, is like, tell, like, how it really felt to be that person. Across the hall, like, next door. Yeah. Listening to him or do like all this wild shit. Like, the went out to the bar... And you think, you know, this dude's just going to take some pictures or whatever, and you're probably get some money or whatever the situation was, like, whatever they were getting out of it, and then it just turns into that. Nah. Oh. And you're just, and then just that person, you can see him, like, realize, like, oh, like, I'm not getting out of here. Oh, it's, yeah. Like, watching him, like, him being in the apartment with these dudes and them slowly realizing, like, oh, I fucked up. 
And not only I that, not realizing like, here. oh, he's done this before. Yeah, like, like this is his thing. <laughs> like when he's telling him, like he's like, just don't fight, da da da. Like yeah. he's just so casual about it. It's like, dude, this dude is fucking really. He's into this. Yeah, he's really on some other shit. Like, <laughs> he's a, like a professional, whatever that is. Yeah, he's a pro- he is about to like professionally murder me. Shit is wild, man. It was a it was a wild time. So apparently they're gonna make that into like a series. They're gonna do different serial killers. Really? Yeah. Which I feel is- like Netflix has already done all the fucking serial killers. They got a Ted Bundy thing. They got a John Wayne Gacy thing. They got a fucking. There's like eight serial killer things on fucking Netflix right now, bro. That's true, but that's not. They've I think been a lot capitalizing on white people's obsession with fucking fucked up shit since they've been out. Hey, man. It's a good, <laughs> ob- all it's it's a good obsession to capitalize on. It's fucked up shit, and as soon as it comes out, all the white people go, Hey. Oh, I gotta go watch Can't confirm. <laughs> as a white person. Right as a white person, I have watched all that shit. <laughs> Me you, too, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on YouTube for four hours after I watch some of that shit and be like, bro, I gotta get to the bottom of this. <laughs> like, I gotta figure out, I need dates, I need names. No, I need to know what happened. Dude, I feel like a private investigator. Like, I, you know what? I had to stop. I didn't watch this last thing. Uh, Samantha and me were, she was watching that Casey Anthony thing, and I just refused to watch it because I knew it was going to happen. I was I've like, no. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. I don't have time yeah. to fall in this wormhole right now. Because that is a wor- That one is a wormhole. It is. It's one of those things that there's really no question, like, no answers to this no. day. Dude, it's one of those things, like... Like, at least with Jeffrey Dahmer, like, you know the day, like, he was fucking killed Oh, yeah. Prison, there's like, no, like, there's no question. That's why. With Casey Anthony, like, it's literally an interview with her now, and it's still, like, at the end of the three episodes still leaves you thinking like did this bitch do it did she not do it like what like oh dude I, what's going on you could here? convince yourself you could do research and convince yourself with a new answer with that one every other day every other day i feel like you would just that's a bad thing about the internet too because <sighs> <laughs> the internet's wild dude that's you can find an answer for anything depending on how you word it you can find the right answer you can find the wrong answer <laughs> Dude, I've seen so many. I've I look up so many things on the internet that just to find out that they weren't true. Yeah, that, there's yeah, so I've many. Gotta sal- be looking at my search history and be like, this dude's sus. Yeah, this dude, we're gonna have to put him on a list somewhere. Yeah, about to, <laughs> I've just been several times. I'm like, I'm gonna get put on a watch list. Did you watch the dot the nurse shit? Which nurse shit? The good nurse. I think it's called the good nurse. Oh, with the the one dude where he's like he's like the angel of death or whatever they're called, where they come in like they kill people as nurses. They give him too much, like, he's overdosing people and shit. Yeah, he was overdosing people, but it was the dude that was doing it, like, on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Like a serial killer. Look that dude up, man. That, I mean, this dude, this is one of the craziest stories ever. Because it was just like the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. So they made, like, a live-action show where it was actors, like, acting out everything that happened. And then they came out with a documentary right after that where it, like, interviewed the real people. Oh, really? Yeah. So then it kind of, like, ex- explained it. I think it's called Good... It might be Good Doctor. Or is it Good Nurse? Oh, it might be. Yeah, the Good Nurse. Charles Cullen. Yeah, so click on the trailer for this shit. It's not responsible for a murder of a dozen of, tra- of people. Oh, Lord. Yeah, but they say it was... It was, like, way more than that. Like, that's what, he, that. that's what he admitted to. 
But he said that, like, he had been doing this. Yeah, they always say that about serial killers. Like, they always say, like, there's always confirmed victims, but then they're like, oh, no, they killed Yeah, why people. is there 50 more people in this area that died of the same, like, Well, for plague? me, it's always, like, they're always like, oh, 33 confirmed victims. I'm like, yeah, but there's, like, 103 people missing. Yeah, like, like it doesn't to the rest of Yeah, them. they didn't just fucking up and leave. Yeah, this shit was... Y'all watch this shit, and it was creepy. Because this actor, bro... He Eddie Redmayne. An award for this shit, brother. Eddie Redmayne. He's yes. a he's a great actor. He's a won an Oscar before, I think. Because he acts like a creep, bro. He gives you fucking. He makes you feel like he's a creep. Oh God. Oh. Creepy, dude. Dude, that is wild. Cause you like you have to trust these people. No, he like befriends her, bro. And then in the documentary, they interview like her. Really? Yes. She's the one that like put all this shit on. Damn. That'd be wild. And, and, bro, the thing is, the hospitals don't, like, because, like, hospitals are private businesses. Yeah. So they all, anytime you, like, become a nurse or a doctor or anything like that, they all got to sign fucking NDAs, like, non-disclosures, where they can't, like, talk about, like, if their lawyer, if the hospital's lawyers come in and say, like, oh, somebody's doing an investigation, you can't talk to them without, like, our lawyers present, and you can't talk about certain things because you signed a form legally binding you to not talk about shit. Yeah. And so, basically, these these hospitals, like, all the nurses there would be like, oh, all these people are dying, like, on the whatever unit he's in, when he's there, like, they would go from having, you know, so many cold blues before he works there, and then when he comes there, it's just, like, every night, all these people are dying. Dang. And so, like, they all think, you know, it might be him, so the, the hospital just fires him, and then he goes to another hospital. And, like, dude, this went on for, like, a period of years. Dang. Like all over the East Coast type shit. Oh my god. Jesus. There's insulin in your system. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's been in nine hospitals. What the fuck do you mean? You would think so. I love how the cops are like, yeah, you'd think that. <laughs> yeah, because even the cops are, like, investigating this dude, and every time they go to talk to, like, a hospital or interview anybody, they all sign NDAs, and the hospital's lawyers aren't going to talk to you. Like, That's crazy. God, he's murdering people. Dude, just straight up. Wow. And she fucking realizes it, dude. Like, and this dude's like in her life, like with her kids and shit.
brother. That looks like a wild ride. Yeah, it's a wild one. And then, like, when we watched it, I was like, damn, this is crazy. And then you realize, like, it, like this is based on, like, a real story. Because then they come out with that, which is a documentary. Oh, so this is, like, the That's documentary. That, that was her right there, the first chick. Dang. I walked in on him murdering someone. I found the house helping people. What? Brother. <laughs> Stop. The wildest part in the movie is when they, like, she looks at him and, like, he's done being caught pretty much and she's like, She's like, why? Like, why did you keep doing it? Da 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 da. And she's, and he's like, he just looks at her and goes, because they didn't stop me. Dang. And I was like, brother, that's <laughs> fucking sick. That's dark. That dude is psychotic. And like, that's the truth. Like, honestly, he got yeah. fired from nine hospitals. Like, and he's just like literally killing people. That's wild. Like, nine, that shit just happened. Like, the nine hospitals thing was what I was not prepared for. He said they've been at, he's been at nine hospitals. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. You would think after, like, two or three, people would be like, all right, bro, no, you can't work for us no more. I swear. You can't dude. be a nurse anymore. That's not cool. There's clearly... <laughs> either you are either you are doing this on purpose or you are dumb. You this are, isn't, like, an old folks home. This is, like, the ICU, the yeah. hospital. So... If somebody comes in and, like, they're just, you know, got in a bad car wreck or something, dude, you, you might not make it out of there. That'd be wild. Like, that dude's your nurse. Like, he might just put some insulin in your fucking saline bag. Like, and you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, whatever. <laughs> whatever, dude. We'll just fire you going to the next place. I don't know what happened. Like... It's wild. Dude. <laughs> like, and Netflix just gets this shit. Like, they're just like, they, they hear, they like find, they probably just got a fucking room with like 5,000 people, and they're just oh, like, yeah. find me the f- most fucked up story. And like, whoever fucking gets it, like, gets paid that week. Find me, find me the wildest shit. <laughs> and they're like, yep, we're we- going to make a movie about these white people. We're going to love this. Shit. <laughs> That's exactly this what they did. Do. What to his family? Like, we're he in. murdered how many people? Sold. Get some cameras down there. Yeah. What like, happened now? I swear. He chopped people's bodies up and threw it all over the highway. I'm in. I ain't mad at him, dude. Keep them coming. That's, listen, right. I'm the same way. Because the only way this shit doesn't happen again is if people, like, realize, like, that it's possible. Yeah. Like, for people to, like, really think that you, there's not anybody in the world right now that's working in a hospital that isn't fucking, doesn't have the same mindset as this guy. Like, it is, it is very likely. It's more likely than it's not. Oh, yeah. Just by, just by numbers. Oh, dude, I think the. How many people there is. A statistic I looked up recently, like, the whole, like, this guy, something I looked up recently, this guy who used to be in the FBI was, like, the whole 25 to 50 active serial killers, and he's like, that's bullshit <laughs> like he's yeah. like desert he's like there's an active serial killer in every major metropolitan area in the united states has to be and i'm like yeah of course i mean because a sense. major metropolitan area is what like a million people yeah it, you think out of a million people four or five of them ain't fucked up <laughs> <laughs> have you been have you touched grass before <laughs> have you been to the city dude i'd say i'd say it's higher than that it might be that's wild 
And yeah, dude, I just and with social media and all like the just the the shit that goes on these days, like people are more triggered than ever to like be, you know, mentally just a little bit not there. Like it's a little out of it. I think there's a, there's a high chance that there's quite a few people that have the same like mindset as this fella. That's one thing I I always I've always felt like all of the older generations who were just like, oh, it was safer back in the day. I'm like, I don't think it was safer. I just don't think you guys didn't yeah. knew. No. I just think you guys weren't aware of all the horrible things that were happening around you. Yeah. It just didn't happen to you. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you got to think back, you know, back in the day, like, you know, just like going back to the whole John Dillinger thing. Like, we were sitting there, and, like, Casey asked me, like, how did they get away with, like, robbing all, like, how did they just rob banks? Like, I'm like, well... You got to understand, the cars back then went about 50 miles an hour. Yep. Top speed. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, if you were rich in 19 fucking 20. Yeah, and you got a head start, that shit was over. You're going like 50 mile an hour in a car if you're rich back then. Yeah. Like, if you're just a dude that's just, you know, working week to week on a fucking potato farm, your car's probably going like 30 mile an hour, bro. Like, these cars got wooden wheels. There's no cell phones. So it's basically a matter of being able to get in and get as far as possible before the cops the cops up. just happened, before they can send... I don't even know how they got a hold of each other back then. Would they send a letter? <laughs> There's probably, tele- there probably telephones. Yeah, but I mean, still, like, dude. Some kind of form of communication. But still, that's a... You don't I have like, a cop that's just, like, has a radio right here. Yeah, it's not like today, though, like, when, you, you know, like, it's there's a button you can push and yeah, within like, or, or, four or, minutes. Yeah, like, today, you hit 911, it goes to a call center immediately, they answer the phone, they say, what's your problem? They immediately send that to dispatch, and they're going to call the cop that's closest to you. They know exactly where he is, like, radio in, and he's in a car that can do 200 miles an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Whereas back with then. With lights, like, he could be there. There's probably, if you're in, like, a decently sized area that's, like, considered to be, like, close to the city, there's going to be able to be a cop to you within five to ten minutes, I would think. You know, most of the time. Back then, dude, it's like, you're lucky if they're, like, there within the hour. <laughs> you know? They might have to be yeah, like, dude. well, we'll get somebody down there tomorrow. Yeah, like, they grab, now, nowadays when people rob banks, they grab, like, two bagfuls of money. They were cleaning those bitches out. Cleaning them out. <laughs> it's like a whole day process. Like, you better pack a lunch if you're getting robbed in 1920. They're getting everything. Like, <laughs> like if he can stop you from getting to the phone. Like, when, so, like, I, I guess it was, what, like, landlines back then? Probably, something I, like that. Look up when the landline was... Because, I mean, I probably sound real stupid right now. I, I can't think of when... The landline Like, was phones in general were invented. I mean, I know they had, like, uh... Was, like, fax, where you could fax letters. That was before the landline, right? Yeah. I'm just going to say, when, just, when was it, like, regularly used? Okay, 1870s and 1940s. So, that's a pretty broad range. Yeah. I'm telling this fucking... <laughs> Something other than, than uh, 70 years. Yeah, thank you for that. Fucking <laughs> Google. <laughs> what was that picture? I think that was like the first one right there. Yeah, that, that's what the that first ever Yeah, Alexander Graham Bell opened the first long line distance to New York. That looks like a pretty fucking old picture. So 1876. It was invented. Like. So, but to think like... But those weren't regularly used. But yeah, to think like they were regularly used, it had to have been 
20 years after that. Oh, yeah. I would say at 20, least. 30 years. And how long was it before there was one in every fucking bank, every home, every oh, government building? You Sometimes know? you probably didn't even get the chance to inform the police. You just had to go to the police afterwards and be like, hey, right. everybody just stole all that money. John Dillinger and them, they were hitting the bank like they were smart. They were like the first ones to be smart and be like, well, let's hit the bank that's furthest from the police station. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like... If that's the only reliable source of protection you have is to get on the phone, to have enough time when somebody kicks in the door and waves a gun at you, to be able to pick up a phone, which I imagine was a process to remember. <laughs> it wasn't just like, oh, cops, 911. It was like, ring, ring. <laughs> like, while this dude's about to shoot you and be like, hey, we're getting robbed. I know you. I know your police station is... 40 miles away, but you mind driving over here at 30 miles an hour and rescue us from getting robbed? In like, about two and a half hours? Yeah, I mean, the next day you're going to be like, well, this is what they, or later on, this is what they look like and this is what they did, but by then they're fucking in the next city, you know, robbing the next bank. Yeah, dude, that's exactly what happened, too. They had all those it's the fucking posters. Wild West, brother. Dude, it was the Wild West. My favorite story is the this Bonnie and Clyde because they didn't even arrest them. They just shot them. Yeah. They just cornered them. This shit cannot keep happening. <laughs> this is getting out of control. Yeah, they there was no judge. There was no jury. They just said, "Nah, fuck so that." So that was all probably around the same time, right? Or were they Bonnie and Clyde a little bit older? They were probably like late eighteen hundreds, maybe. Let's see. Bonnie and Clyde pizza. Nah, yeah, 1910 to 1934. So that, I mean, that's... So probably I would say... To 1934? Yeah, I would say the night. Well, that's when, um... That's how, that's... That's when John Dillinger... That's how old she was. I think it's when John Dillinger was arrested was 1934. Wow. That's wild. Robin Banks. So were they running together? Oh, yeah. Oh, John John Dillinger? John Dillinger? No, I think she had her... They had their own little gang. Where are they from? Texas, yeah, it looks like died in Louisiana a little bit. Louisiana, so they were all south. I think I would say John Dillinger was in like Chicago. He died in uh, died in Chicago. Yeah, because he was fucking with um, didn't he fuck with like Al Capone in them and like in the mob in Chicago? Yeah, I think Prohibition era. Yeah, I'm sure they were. Dude, talk about a fascinating time that doesn't really get as much. Yeah, the 20s. Yeah, I mean, dude, the Roaring Twenties and Prohibition and. The 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 Dude, that good, was like the original big boom, right? Have you ever seen a show called Boardwalk Empire? I watched some of it. I haven't. I, I'd like to finish it because that seems really cool. That's it's what pretty it's solid. about, right? Yeah, is the pro is when prohibition starts. Nice I mean, I've seen all the like documentaries and like the Al Capone shit and like all that. I was interested. In this. So that was that the same era as no the Cray, the Cray brothers were much later, right? In like England. Uh, I, I watch a bunch of shit on them. Yeah, they're pretty interesting. I haven't seen them in documentaries. Super wild. Super wild. Your boy played them. Played yeah, Tom Hardy. Yeah, played both of them. Was really good in that played movie. Played both of them. That, that was a, now talk about an acting job. That shit's wild. That's one of the wildest movies I've ever seen in my life. Because their personalities were so much different. Yeah, it was. They played both of them in one movie in scenes where they're talking to each other. Yeah, it was just two. Di- it was like watching two different people. And I was just like, and then you realize, like, like halfway through the movie, you're like, oh, this is the same guy playing two different. Well, not that. I always think about how they recorded. I'm like, just so this dude would 
do do the scene as one character go into costume and come out and do the scene again as another character talking to himself bro like i'm like could you imagine if he just started improv in lines you'd just be like this is gonna take all fucking day (laughs) we're recording 10 minutes of the movies this is gonna take 17 hours wildest wildest thing this is the wildest shit too wait so go back up the the netflix film the highwaymen depicted their manhunt from point of view of pursuing lawmen yeah it's got kevin costner and woody harrelson i watched that i don't know if i did that looks really good dude too kevin costner's a badass yeah, it's a, I've been watching Yellowstone, brother. Telling you, dude. This I'm sh- I'm finally caught up to. So where can I watch the new season? Uh, probably Paramount or, or I don't know. I, I downloaded Paramount Network on my phone, but it makes you sign in with like a cable provider. It was like uh, you can't just like. Is there anywhere you can just watch the new season? I don't know, I don't know if they have the new season yet. They have the all the seasons are on Peacock. I know. Yeah, that. that's where I watch. I I literally watched season four, episode ten last night. So I'm ready for season five, episode one. You're like, I'm ready to roll. Yes. I don't know if they're on demand anywhere or not. But that's a show right there. The show is so good. Like, it's one of those shows that just takes me back to, like, the the Breaking Bad fucking um, Sons of Anarchy. Like, it's one of those types of shows. It's just, like, everything that they could have fucked up, they didn't. Yeah. Like, that's the problem with a lot of these new shows. It's, like, just... Don't put that one cheesy fucking scene in. Or, like, the one... You know, like, all these new shows, they got a good premise. I mean, you got the best writers in the world working on this shit. And they, they, they just find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, it, it's super wild the way they fucked up television shows in the last couple of years. Like, I didn't like the ending. Well, I don't know. Every time you see a trailer, you're like, there's no way that this could suck. Like, you got the best actors. You got the best writing. Like, and then you, you just watch, like, two episodes and you're like... Oh, this is bad. Like, this is terrible. <laughs> this is not a good time. I'm trying to think what's the last thing I watched I really didn't like. Mm. A lot of the stuff on Netflix. I can't even think of anything specifically. That's true. Everything on, Netflix is hit and miss. Yeah, it's really hit or miss. Like, I wish they'd keep making the Black Mirror. Oh, I know. Make more Black Mirror episodes, bro. They People ate that shit up. Black Mirror is great. This shit was outstanding. That was a wonderful this is modern TV day show. Twilight Zone. <laughs> but better. But better. It was the modern day Twilight Zone. That shit was really good. I like you on Netflix. That show was super fun for I, me. I fell off of it. I watched the first, what's there, like three seasons? Mm-hmm. I watched the first two, and then we started to watch the third season, and I was just like, this is just going to be one of those Walking Dead type shows. Probably. Where they're just like, this shit's just going to keep going. It's just going to turn into almost like a fucking reality tv show i love it i'm just like it gets wild like aren't they supposed to be finally ending walking dead yeah and this like the last season it's the 10th season yeah i think i've been saying that since season season six yeah it's the final season watch the final episodes (laughs) (laughs) september 3rd (laughs) and they're like walking dead coming back with a new season everyone who tries to get me Samantha and Cameron and both try to get me to watch Supernatural multiple times. I'm like, that show Supernatural? has... Supernatural? No. I'm like, that show has 13 seasons with 24, it, 24 episodes a season. I'm like, that's a hell of a commitment. My thing is, I have to... You, if At I'm 45 gonna, minutes a pop? Yes. Fuck you. If it's a long <laughs> show, if, if it's like a 45 hour, you know, fucking 15 episodes a season like you're gonna have to get me emotionally attached yeah to this show i need to find some yellowstone does that yeah and it's only 10 episodes if yellowstone was four hours an episode i could watch it 
Because it's fucking like you're watching it and you want to know what's going to happen next. It's like watching a movie. Yes. Every week. You're watching a movie every week. And that's that's what TV shows are. I mean, that's what they've evolved to. Because nobody wants to watch movies anymore. They want a movie that's just going to keep going. And that's exactly what like Yellowstone does. Like, I started watching Mad Men. Have you ever seen that? I've never seen that. It's that the, the advertising yeah. show. It's really good. Because it's like based in the... I want to say it's based in like the fifties, sixties. Yeah. And like the whole the whole premise is these dudes are they're they work at like an advertising firm and they take all these different companies at advertising. But I think like the the main one is like the cigarettes. Yeah. Like they're advertising a lot for like cigarettes at the time, and it's it's really like shows in the show like at the time like they really didn't think like nobody really believed that cigarettes were bad for you. No. Like, back then, like, if somebody were to, like, if you were to sit down somewhere and somebody fired up a cigarette and you said, you know those things are bad for you, like, they would tell you, like, that's propaganda. <laughs> like, at this time, like, everybody just smoked. That's true. And, like, these dudes are working for an advertising firm that's, like, you know, putting on that, like, cigarettes are, like, good for you and shit. C- cigarettes are cool. And they're trying to, like, make it where, you know, people will buy them, essentially. Yeah. I've, the trailers. But that's not like the whole thing, obviously. It's kind of like Yellowstone, you know. There's like you know a whole lot of drama shit that goes into it too. But it's just one of those shows that's kind of captivating because it's like talking about you know showing a time that was kind of wild. Yeah, a bygone era. It was, it was a little bit different. Things were a little bit, little bit different. Shit, shit's a little, you know, a little wild. Yeah, I think that's one of the things everybody likes about Yellowstone. It's just kind of like it's almost like escapism. And the spinoffs are so perfect. Have you seen 1883? No. I had not watched really fucking good. Was it? Need to watch that. I'm gonna watch the new. It's one. only one season. It's like nine or ten episodes. The new one, just to show you how much I do like Star Wars. I didn't watch 1883. As soon as I saw Harrison Ford was gonna be in this one, I was like, all right, I'll watch that. Yeah. All you gotta do is tell me Han Solo is gonna be in it, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'll in probably what? watch in the new in the new spinoff for Yellowstone. It's like 1923. 1923. Or something. Yeah. Oh, Harrison Ford's in that. Yeah. Have you not I, seen the trailer? I watched the tra- some of the trailer last night. Yeah, Harrison. But I didn't really. Harrison Ford's in it. I was like, all right. Say less. I wonder what they're going to do, though. Probably just, like... Are they going to do it, like, in 1953 next? Yeah, like, just show, take like, it through the the decades. And then, and dude, that's so cool. That's fucking cool, bro. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Well, this is the Yellowstone. And you have no rights here. Yeah, it's Harrison Ford. Jacob, you can't start a range I'm big in on that. And he's a badass in it too. He's yeah. got some pansy fucking Indiana Jones bullshit. Oh yeah, he's probably gonna be. He, I would assume he's gonna be one of the Duttons. He's gotta be gritty. Oh, he just pistol whipped a dude. <laughs> Harrison Ford just pistol whipped a dude. I'm watching this shit. That's all. You didn't even have to show me the video. You told me Harrison Ford is going to pistol whip a dude. <laughs> I'm in. I'm fucking in, brother. I'm with you. 100%. December 18th. All oh, this shit's about to come out, too. Dude, I bet it'll come out because we got two more episodes for part two, part one of this season of Yellowstone. I bet that's when it'll come out. Well, you got to watch 1883 before you watch this because that's 1883 is about how they settle there. Like his great grand, great grand. Oh, look, there it is. Son, that's yeah. So that would be I'm trying to think. That would be his grandfather, right? Yeah, probably John's that's John John grand- Dutton's grandfather. Yeah. 
or Sarison great grandfather. Ford. I mean, grandfather or great grandfather. Grandfather, if he's an old man now, during well, he's an old man during the twenties. Yeah, he and could then be. He would have a son that would be an old man in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Which would be about right because John Dutton was probably born in like the... So it's, it had to be the 60s, 70s. Yeah. Because he's almost 60 in the show. Yeah, he's probably, he might be he's 60. probably about Kevin Costner's age, 60, 65, I would say, between that area. So 60, 65, so I would, would say, have yeah, to have been born in the 50s. Yeah, I would say you're probably right. This is probably His grandfather. John's grandfather. Which means in 1883... I wonder if Tim McGraw would be, would that be his great-grandfather in The Little Boy? So I wonder if The Little Boy in 1883 would be this dude in 1923. Jacob? Yeah, like one of the younger boys, the one that has a spotlight on him more, like his older son in 1883. Because he has two sons, in 1883 has two sons, and one of them has to be, I would think, would have to be this guy. Yeah, Harrison Ford. I gotta finish 1883 because I'm like two episodes from the end. Was that a lion? Say less. And I bet that's their great grandfather, the the Indian dude. Ooh, he acts like a dud. He acts just like him. Dude, he said I'm in. He said, "You told me, you told me Harrison Ford's pistol whipping a dude." It's over. <laughs> I'm watching that. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen anything. They really struck fucking gold with this man. They really did. Everybody in the everybody in the fucking Midwest has a goddamn. Uh, I have a hat. Has one of them vest on right now. I have a fucking. <laughs> I have a hat. One of them Carhartt like Cody James vest. Exactly. I understand completely. I respect it. The big belt buckle's making a comeback. Oh, yeah. Every All that shit's Walmart. coming back. That's fucking it's wild, dude. Rodeo belts. I don't blame them. Listen, I cannot relate at all because every time I watch it, I'm just like, God, that all looks so fucking hard. Watch the 1883 trailer because I haven't seen the... <clears throat> I'm just like, that all looks so fucking horrific. And it's got Sam Elliott in it. But it is so cool. Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott. I think I've seen the trailer for this a couple times. And I, He's I, wrote a lot of shit. I want to say that's... Isn't that his wife in Faith Hill, the woman? Yeah, I believe so. This, yeah, that's the first scene, bro. Yeah, I watched that. that first scene, I said, this shit's going to be hard, body. I watched the first two episodes, I think, of this. And then just kind of fell off of it. See, I was just sitting watching. You look like he had a beard. Thanks for the help. Bro, Tim McGraw didn't look like that when he was fucking singing country. No. I don't remember this motherfucker looking like a rugged fucking cowboy. No, this was, man really fucking dove in on that character. Do you want to talk about Wild Time? That was just going out there and surviving. Yeah. That's what I love. I was literally just talking over Thanksgiving, talking to somebody about this show, and I was like, I just love how like it's so gritty and like it really shows you like just like we was talking about with the phones. Like you couldn't just pick up the phone and call if if a fucking group of 30 dudes come and just rape and pillage your camp? Like, who are you going to... How are you going to tell somebody? Okay. Like, you have to travel all the way to town to find some sheriff that gives a fuck and be like, this happened. And then what are they going to do? Go investigate it? They didn't have no forensics. They didn't have no cameras. Like, oh, you had to handle that shit yourself. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like 
it, it's, it's a, it was a <clears throat> real dog eat dog world. Oh, People dude. don't realize this wasn't a hundred years ago. No, nah, that's like not that long ago. Hundred years ago, if if somebody wanted what you had, there was hardly anybody to stop them from taking it from you if you weren't strong enough to defend it. Yeah. It was, dude, that's, everybody was strapped up. And that was America. Yeah. Like, that wasn't, you know, just... It was in some third world country. Everywhere was like that. Everywhere was like that. Like, it's just crazy to see how far things have come, bro. That's wild. And just how hard shit was. Look at this shit. It's like a real western. Going down the old Oregon Trail. You can police yourself, I can do it. Good lord. Yeah, I've seen the trailer for this. This is wild. And what they're doing is they're trying to get to Oregon, I think. And I haven't seen the end and of it, but I imagine they wind up settling in Montana yeah. on the ranch. And this is what leads into the the 1923 shit. Dude. And Tom, Tim McGraw. Is I might end up watching this. And it's got this. Billy Bob Thornton in it. I really might end up watching this just to just because of the 1923 thing. And I'm just kind of like, all right. No, you kind of have to because it shows the whole story of how they settle there. Because if you remember, like in the later seasons of Yellowstone, like season three, season four. Well, he talks about all the They show a lot of flashbacks to this. Yeah. And well, if I had to bet, now that the 1923 is coming out, if Yellowstone doesn't end, they're probably going to start showing flashbacks to that because at some point, it's going to meet. You know what I mean? If they yeah. make 1923 and then they make 1953 or 1943 or 1983, at some point, it's going to get to the beginning of Yellowstone season Well, one. I think eventually they'll get to a point where they'll just make a show about John. Yeah. Which so have cool. a young. That's what I'm saying. Like the cool. young John, they're gonna have to get to that at some point, and that's gonna be a fucking. That's gonna be a banger. <laughs> because that dude, means, I like to do that. They plays always, him. If you notice, they always allude to like the things you've done, like the, 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 the like Just how the wild shit you they did. were young when Casey and them was young, and they gave them the brands, and like they talk about the shit that caused like Casey to like bounce out, go and like all that shit. How he like became eight. livestock commissioner. Yeah. Like, there's some real meat on the bones there. That's what I'm saying. This is one of those shows, like, there's some real... Because, like, yeah, you're not going to say all this shit really happened, like, exactly. Like, this shit's really going on in Montana. But, I mean, dude, like, the politics of it and, like, how people came to settle land in America. Oh, yeah. Like, in the late 1800s and the early 1900s. Like, people wasn't just going to, you know, a bank and saying, uh, give me some money to get some land and I'll buy it from this guy. No, it was like... Well, I'm going to fucking stab you now, and I'm going <laughs> to take these hundred acres. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Build a house, I'm going to live here. I'm going to live here, and if you come back, I'm going to stab you again, <laughs> and then I'm going to stab your son and his son after that. Like, Just to be sure like, that y'all get that this is mine. Shit was really going down like that. Oh, dude, then. they would just be blasting me. It was... It's a wild time to be alive, and I love watching it, so I'm interested. Yeah, that era was just... Something else. Man, couldn't imagine. Couldn't imagine. Shit was a lot different, for sure. There was no Starbucks, I will tell you that. No. No Target. Have you ever seen this show? It's written by the same guy. Yes. Dude, banger. Is it a show or a movie? Oh, this is a show. 
How many seasons was it? This just, is, like, just the first one came out last year. Yeah, I watched the first season. Oh, dude. I thought there was more than that. The second season He's came out. He's a badass. Oh. And, and Kyle Chandler's a badass, too. Isn't his name? The yeah. Dude from Friday Night Lights? Dude, the second season of this show's coming out, I think, next year. Look where it's coming from. Paramount. It's like the, you said, same writer. Yeah, same like, dude who wrote Yellowstone. He's into the real shit. Like, he wants this to be real gritty and, like, actually He wants it to seem like, yeah, shit it, that it could happen. Believable. Shit that you're like, all right. It said it from the executive producer of Training Day. The dude who directed it directed this show. And he directs Yellowstone too? No, the dude. I think the dude the director. writes. Yeah, the director from Training Day directed but the this show. The writer is the same for Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah, he's a savage, bro. Him? Yeah, Kyle Chandler is great. He's one of my favorite actors ever, dude. I love Jeremy Renner too, though. He's yeah. great in this show. Have you seen Bloodline with Kyle, Kyle Chandler? No, I've heard that's good though. You've never seen that? No, well, that episode I mean, I kind of don't even want to. <laughs> No, I mean, I kind of don't even want to tell you to watch it because I'll tell you that they fucking canceled it. Like, they made, I think they made two or three seasons. Shut up. And it was during COVID when they were supposed to be making, like, the third or fourth season. Jesus. And, like, they were making it in Florida. That's depression. So shit was real expensive. And, like, they just decided they to end just it. didn't have the money. But, dude, dude, look, look up the trailer for that, even though it's going to fucking piss me off that they didn't make more. Was it Bloodline? Yeah, Bloodline. Dude, it was good. It was really good. Quill makes the job That's of running your yeah, office. I binged this whole fucking show during COVID. And really? Like, oh, we're coming out with a new season. Da, da, da. And they did? I always thought the greatest thing that happened to me was being born a raper. House of Cards, yeah. Oh, Lordy. And Orange is the New Black. I've never seen an episode of that. We'll say, whoever that is that's making them, they don't fucking miss. <laughs> You know something's coming. I'd like to say a few words about my kids. Will you feel it? In here. Dude, it's been forever yeah. since I've seen this. I can't even remember what it's like. Oh, it's got Linda Cardellini! <clears throat> yeah. There's Kevin, my youngest son. No, it's got hella good actors. Dude, been in love with her my whole life. Ever since I saw her in Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo-Doo. There's nothing you can do to stop it. Last but not least is my oldest, Danny. That's how I felt. And it's got this, dude. Oh. Nah, you know who this is. Who is it? I'll wait till it shows him. I don't know his name, but he's fucking... Dead dude. Oh, no! This dude's gonna cause all kinds of shit. He's a scallywag. He's a scallywag. He's a ruffian. This is such a good trailer, too. Yeah, this is good. Looks interesting. Got a chick singing Metallica? Oh, yeah. Nothing can go wrong at this point. <laughs> but you can fuck this whole trailer up. Wow. No, shit. We did a bad thing. 
shit goes landfill quick. And it's one of those shows where, like, there's this big secret that, like, they're all hiding in this family, but they don't fucking tell you. They give you, like, glimpses, but they, they give never you tell you what it is until, like, two, like, the end of, like, the second season, I think. Wow. <clears throat> so you gotta watch along for a long time before you fucking... Figure out what happened? Why everything is the way it is? It's fucking, it's a wild one, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they canceled it. Well, that's the 2016 is when that came out, the first season. Dang. Did you see that they're making a horror movie about the Grinch? Yeah, that's fucking weird. Didn't they just make one about Winnie the Pooh, too? They did, indeed. What the fuck are they trying to do to the kids? (laughs) What's going on? It seems a little sinister. This seems like it has bad intentions. The Grinch was always like, I mean, he was an asshole, but... Well, at the end, he even becomes like a nice guy. Yeah. He chills out. He's always somewhat, like, you know, funny. Something, like, funny and, like, you know, kind of cool about him. Not, like... He wanted to eat I'm kind the of kids. intrigued. <laughs> yeah, it was. It wasn't a murderous rage. No, I'm intrigued. Oh God! Oh, it's a live action. It's not like a cartoon. Oh Lordy Jesus! Bro, this can't, they can't be making this. I swear. They cannot be making this. No, poor girl. Mother was killed. He killed her mom? He did. He killed her mom at the beginning. Straight up marked her. Bro, they can't make this. What a savage. Somebody needs a protest. (laughs) This is not right. (laughs) Oh! First, he stole Christmas. Now he's gonna kill you. Yeah, he's back for blood. For blood. (laughs) This can't be fucking real, dude. Who is approving this? Who's made? I want to see who made this. Who agreed to make this movie? This just goes back to dude. They're just running out of shit to make. Oh yeah. Oh, and of course she's a fucking. Super badass. This dude, this is way too graphic, brother. <laughs> <laughs> this is way too graphic, he says. And then there's the Winnie the Pooh one right there. Oh yeah. I think this was live action too. Yeah. I, dude. <laughs> there's a lot of movies that they've been made the last couple of years. I'm just like, how did this happen? How do we agree to such things? I'm saying, things? how did that many like intelligent people sit down and be like, this is a good idea? I don't know that people making movies are all intelligent people. I, apparently not. You I would mean, like that's, to think so. That's one of my dream jobs. And every, time I, every once in a while I watch a movie, I'm just like, I'm telling you guys I could fucking do this. I could make movies better than this. Better than this, 100%. <laughs> You're making a horror movie about Winnie the Pooh and the Grinch. Like that's that's reaching pretty deep into the bucket there. Yeah, you're you're reaching far. Oh, Christopher Robin left, of course. <laughs> he was abandoned by Christopher Robin, so now he's just gonna kill everything. Yeah, he's now doing. he's a serial killer. <laughs> oh, bro, you can't you can't make this movie. Bro. <laughs> you can't make this movie, bro. So you can't. It's the neck crack for me. Oh, he murdered the shit out of her. And he just got some hot chick in a hot tub. He just chloroforms her. 
<laughs> just chloroforms her and paints her blood on the windows. What? Oh, it's Piglet. No way, bro. This is wild. Blood and honey. <laughs> I'm fucking speechless. <laughs> I'm fucking speechless at that. You said I am wild out about that. Well, all right, so I actually have a story for you. Okay. I looked up. So documents from inside of Twitter that were, like, taking pictures. Uh, the other day it was exposed by reporter matt taibbi that they uh twitter like covered up the hunter biden laptop story 100 percent. like they agreed to it as everybody agreed both parties have had access and like talked to twitter like a social media platform because in 2020 they had requests from both administrations that were like honored to take tweets down uh both had access to the tools twitter does actually like when you do when you look at it did and does still employ one particular political party though because 98 percent of their donations go to democratic democratic candidates as you do <laughs> as you do as you do when you're twitter <laughs> uh i think i'm gonna try to read through here oh here we go so you got a, you got a drink or something dude <clears throat> i'm sure in the next room in my fridge there's a cut there's all kinds of stuff a little parched she said just hang out here with the people Lord Jesus, it's a fire. You wanna you wanna taste of this uh, proper twelve? Or is there anything in that bottle? I don't think there's anything in that bottle. You got anything? I don't think I have anything with me. I think it. <laughs> Seemed right. Didn't know if I had any proper twelve. I don't know if I have any proper twelve in there. That's what I was trying to think. I was like, I think I drank a lot. Oh shit. So what we got here? Right now there's no evidence of government involvement in the covering up of the laptop story. Like there's no evidence that the president himself was involved in this. There's just a, like evidence that at some people from campaigns reached out. <coughs> Same thing with the Trump camp. With I believe it's a similar thing with the Trump campaign. It's just there's no evidence that Donald Trump himself was directly involved, but the people from the campaign involved reached out. Involved with what, like covering Get, up? Yeah, well, not just getting or just getting stuff removed. Yeah, getting Twitter. people's right. tweets removed. But the Which, decision. I mean, I, I feel like it still shows. Like here's the wildest shit to me is what I found out. According to this report, the decision to censor the laptop story was made at the highest levels of Twitter, but was made without the knowledge of the CEO, which was Jack Dorsey at the time. And all the emails... I mean, were, I feel like that's a, that's a cop-out. Dude, though. the emails I read from it were like, there were a lot of employees from their, like, safety and, sent like, the safety and whatever board they have. Mm-hmm. The safety and ethics board or whatever. And they were all kind of like, well, this is, like, wild fucked up, but we'll do it. Like, it's our job. But I don't know if y'all can do this. And then the head of that, which is that the... I cannot pronounce her name. That God lady that she, yeah. she does work for the Bidens now, <clears throat> but she was the head of the Twitter legal. 
Twitter legal and policy advisement. Uh, she was the one that like shut all this shit down from what I read. Like she was big in on like, hey, we need to limit the distribution of this information. And Democratic Congressman Rokana, he's from California, he actually emailed her and was like, hey, I think this kind of goes against the First Amendment. I don't think you can do this shit. And in the most hilarious response I've ever heard, dude, this lady emailed him back and was talking about like Twitter's policy shit, like all their stuff. And he was like, no, bitch, I'm talking about the First Amendment. Like I'm talking about the Constitution. Like I don't think you can legally do this. Well, because I mean, it, all of this just <clears throat> goes back to the fact that like you can't, you can't push one side out because they're a public company. Like oh, that's yeah. a public site that publicly traded company anybody can use, right? But the thing is, the moment you start covering thing or taking people off the platform that are on one side of the party and not holding the same standard to the other side, at that point you're you're making it political. Well, the argument you're like, making a political stance by doing. Oh yeah. That. Well, for me, the big thing was when everybody argues like, "Oh, Twitter is a private company. Twitter is a private company." I'm like. That might be true, but there is an argument that it's almost like a public square now. Like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be able to censor people on websites like this. That's the big argument. Once Jack Dorsey reportedly found out about all this, he kind of sorted it out and was like, hey, y'all can't be suppressing news stories. That's not, that's no bueno. Well, that's my thing. It's like. That's what kills me about the laptop <coughs> stories. It wasn't like. I would understand. That should have been made public information. Yeah, I would. Well, because if that would have been Trump's it was public that shit would have oh, been yeah. on every fucking bus stop, every fucking newspaper. That's the difference. It was public information. That's what I, that's what everyone on the left that I talked to says. They're like, oh, well, it was public information. I'm like, but. Well, that's what people mean by don't, the You can't tell me media. it wasn't as visible yeah. as it would have been if well, it would have been a Republican. Well, and the government didn't take any action into it. Like, if that would have been Donald Trump Jr., and I'm not, I don't even give a fuck. Like, I don't think Trump should be the president. I mean, I think he put pretty good policy in, and I think if he would have just edged away from a lot of the fights that he got himself into, just like he's doing right now, going against DeSantis and and Candace Owens and all these different people that are on the same fucking side as him. Like, I mean, I think he's a fucking idiot for that, and I don't think he'll be good for America just because... There's a lot of people that just can't get over the shit he says. No, and it's going to cause it's going to cause, you know, separation. Well, like that he's he's just a very hostile. Like he's yeah, grew, he, he's grown he up in a business world, a so he's like he's just a very hostile guy. Yes, which I don't think is good. But like when you look at like just the way they go after like if you're a, like a conservative person or that has conservative views or in conservative government, it, like they're going to fucking the media. When I say they, I mean like the media and social media, which most of them are left-leaning. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. pretty much agrees at this point. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of them are pretty left-leaning. I don't think that's really deniable. Yeah, that's not deniable. I mean, you if you ask Mark Zuckerberg what his political views are, he's going to say he's a fucking left-leaning, liberal, Democrat, whatever. He's not going to say anything to the opposite. Yeah. And he runs the platform. So, like, obviously, by default, that's going to make that platform, its policies and different things, more left-leaning. Like, that's not saying that it's a, you know, completely bad thing, but it's like, when somebody on the left makes a mistake, you don't hear any of these platforms calling them out on it. Or, like, you know, as far as, like, the, the whole Biden situation, it's like, hold him to the same standard. Yeah, I agree with that. Hold him to, he's your president right now. Like, all that, 
when Trump was in there, like, you know, he's not my president, this and that, have that same energy for the guy that, that, that's putting shit policy forward. Like, nobody can deny that the motherfucker's a dead body. Like, he's, whether he's, he's putting ain't. bad policy or no policy at all, whatever, like, he's not doing anything. You know what I mean? Like, if you really think, like, that's a person that can, that, that's going to help the country in a good way, like, you're just denying the facts. And I feel like that's what the media does. I think for me, the whole wild thing is just, like, the I, watching the idea that you, like, everyone just agreed, got together and kind of agreed upon, like, censoring people freaks me out. Because yep. here's the thing, I don't agree with Donald Trump's politics. Like, we don't agree on pretty much anything. However, when he got kicked off Twitter for that January 6th thing, I've always said, I'm just like, you can't do that. You can't. Like, Well, you can but it's, if you're going to do the same thing to the other people. Like, well, that's what I always tell people on the left when they're like, oh, well, like, why should we care if they're kicked? I'm like, because eventually someone's going to do it to you. Like, if I understand right now you think you're right and you're like, oh... These people shouldn't be allowed to have a voice. I'm like, but what happens when someone, you know, like what happened, with, what just happened with Elon Musk, which makes my fucking point. Right. What happens when someone who doesn't agree with your politics buys well, this you. fucking private company, which is perfectly legal yes. for him to do, and starts doing the same thing, y'all, and they've all had a fucking panic attack. I'll tell you what happened, and this is the scary part about it. This is why, like, people are so up in arms about their rights right now is because, you know, what Trump did they say, you know, the January 6th thing, they say that it was a, he made a call to violence. Okay. That's all interpretation. You know what I mean? That comes back to the whole thing with like hip hop music. If a rapper says, I do this, this, and this, and there's kids that look up to them and hold them to a higher standard and they go out and shoot up their neighborhood or do this or do that, you can't put the rapper in jail for that. He's just, he's just, saying what he's saying like if somebody reacts to something and going goes and does something and they say well i did it because he said that that's what january 6th was and look at what has been you know they like they they made a whole committee and took this man to court and tried to charge him for a call to violence it's like what is the standard now for for freedom of speech because it's like you know with a lot of people shit's going on right now where they've said certain things on the internet and they're losing like all the like physical stuff, like losing their bank accounts, like trying to be, you know, taken to court and be put in jail for like stuff that people are saying. Yeah, I just don't understand. Well, there's like, there's like just that's so scary much... to me because it's like if you get like they could take everything from you because you said something like that's not really freedom of speech. No. And it's not well. even things that people are saying, like calling, like saying. I hope you die or I want somebody to hurt you. It's like, you know, things that people don't agree with. Like, if I say something that somebody doesn't agree with, like, there's a chance that enough people could get together if I was a person of, you know, fame stature. or money or stature or whatever, that I could have my, you know, not have a job anymore, not, you know, have my bank accounts frozen, have this and that happen, like you know, be taken off platforms. Well, the wildest... And you don't see that for people on the left, though. No. That's the problem. Anybody that comes out and says, I want free health care, free this, and I'm left-leaning, I want everybody to be able to do what they want, like, they're, they're never going to be at risk for... But as soon as somebody stands up and says, hey, probably don't be teaching our kids about sexual orientation when they're seven, eight, nine years old, you could be canceled for that. Like, and people want to have, like, your, your life destroyed for... Saying something that I think, as a father, is pretty fucking reasonable. 
Well, not even if you disagree with that, like it's just again, it's just you should dis- be able to not agree there, with yeah. what I say and still be like, okay, at there the should end of be the day, a, whatever. You should be allowed to have the discussion. Like you know, what yes. I mean? that's my thing is silencing these people, even if you disagree with their opinion. And I that's worse for both sides. Yeah, I just don't think that helps anybody. I think to me, there's no there's no chance for you to meet in the middle. Everybody just disagree. You know, you can't always agree. You know, the agreeing to disagree is fine, but it's nice to have discussions with people. That's I mean, an easier way. If you agree with everybody on everything, you're not thinking about shit enough. No, well, and all that's that. the thing. Like, if somebody that's agreeable isn't somebody that's going to make changes that are going to be good in this country. It, if you silence all the opinions you don't agree with, the only thing that's going to happen is you just end up in an echo chamber. Echo where you're, chamber, like exactly. talking to yourself, which is what the media has turned into. Oh like, yeah, well, and it's on social media. What's wild is it's on both sides media. now. Like yes. the right does it and the left does it. Is, is who who can we throw the most dirt on? Like, or who can we, like, they just want to big themselves up in a way. Yeah, it's insane, dude. It's, these giant tech companies are horrifying. They're horrifying. And they're need. They have a lot of control. I've man. said for years, like, even as someone, and everyone just, even on the left disagrees with me, I'm like, there needs to be antitrust laws against these fucking companies. Like, <clears throat> this is a no longer, I understand what they mean, and like, it's a private company that should be able to do whatever you want. I'm like, but at some point, there comes a point <clears throat> where you hospitals are hospitals are private companies yeah do you, you think are they should be able to do what they want because everybody <clears throat> uses them yeah that's what i'm saying there's a, there comes a point where it almost becomes like it's a public utility like you have to let people when there's that many people on the platform and people can make such an impact by just posting something on there if there's somebody of some stature that yeah that 100 percent becomes a public platform yeah it's that just... has to be in some way either policed evenly or not policed at all yeah i'm more in the favor of not policing twitter at all no it's fucking twitter man or like we were just talking about this 1883 shit like that's that's the difference when people say now like you know people are all fucked up these days people are like you know kind of soft and lazy and shit it's like you know most of the people that are saying that is because they come from that you know what i mean like people are just so worried like if you can really let words on a screen bring you to the point where you're having anxiety and like you like it's really affecting your life over words that somebody put online yeah like then you're the problem i don't think we should police like you know if you can't handle being on social media then i feel like just don't be on there like if the the stuff you see really triggers you well not like that for me it's just like everything on social media like you can cater your tastes pretty much you don't have to see anything you don't want to see like you can in the sense of like you like i don't think you should put yourself in an echo chamber but also like if you are you know some like you know a black person or a hispanic person you don't you can get yourself out of situation you know you mostly you can just avoid the awful shit people say on the internet you can mute people you can block people i mean it's just i don't know man i don't understand people's fascination with it like i I mean i like social media because i mean i grew up and like the boom of it, you know I, I mean? enjoy. I remember social having media. MySpace and shit like that. But that's what I'm saying, though, man. Like when MySpace was out, like that, I feel like it was. It was cool to instantly. It was cool because you could just message people, people on yeah. there and like connect with people. And then Facebook came out, and it was even better because it was more of that, but like a better, you know, arguably a, a better platform. Well, and I think there's a lot of like. In the videos, I love watching the videos on Facebook and shit. Like, there's a lot of entertainment on those platforms. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff about that stuff. But, I think COVID did it. 
I, I think COVID did it, man. I, I think oh, yeah. COVID changed social media for everybody. There is a, definitely a psychological effect that it had on everyone to just because be people forced got to, to stay the inside. Point where they were inside and everything became politicized, where it was like, you're, you know, there was that point where it was like either you're the person with the mask and the gloves and the fucking three mask on and staying 50 feet away. You were either that person or the person that didn't want none of that. Yeah, shit. dude, you could. There was no. And you couldn't just be you. You couldn't just be like, okay, well, he's got a mask, but I, I feel like I'm okay without one. You couldn't be that person because then you have no. mobs of both sides saying you're, you know, you're this and you're this. Or dude, if you were normally like, I like if you normally didn't wear a mask, but if yeah. you went to a big gathering and you did, people like it's not, it was so wild that you couldn't just like you couldn't just do what you do. People like had to. You politicize everything. Instantly. People had to insert themselves, and then that turned into Facebook and Twitter because, like you said, everybody's at home, and you know you're scrolling through Facebook and Twitter to the point where nothing news popping up, and then you just all you see is everybody talking about COVID this, COVID that. You know, yeah, dude, I just kind of I won't lie. After the 2020 election, I just kind of gave up on politics. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I never got into politics. I just I knew, was for a I second knew when Biden was running. I was like. Uh, me, I think Trump would be the better president, but I don't think it'd be a good situation because obviously all the shit with Trump, it's just going to be another four years of dealing with the, seeing the shit on fucking the news every day and every social media. And But I knew also if Biden got elected, I was like, I, this is not going to be good. Like, like, he doesn't have a track record of doing anything good. And he worked under Obama as a vice sure. president during a presidency that is not regarded policy-wise as a great time. You know what I mean? Like a lot of it's those policies got walked back after Obama got out of there. The whole Obamacare shit, and you know, it's just there just was a lot of things that wasn't good. Well, that's another thing that happens a lot. Like now, everything's so politicized. Just like every president, every four years, just repeals yep. what the last president put in. And I'm just like, well, we're never gonna fucking get anywhere. If every saying, four I want, years, I want everybody. I want everybody to look at their fucking paycheck right now and look at how much they're paying for shit, and then look at it two years ago, three years ago. It's just such a like that's not that's not a coincidence. Like you know what I mean? Like hate it, hate it as much as anybody oh, yeah. wants to. Like the policies and the tax breaks were were much better. I mean. You were bringing home more money. Shit was a lot cheaper. Well, COVID kind of fucked everything. COVID up. did fuck everything up, but because it just you, if you look at the policies he's putting forward right now, mostly the shit with oil and how they're diving heavy into this environmental shit, it's fucking the, the, well, the environmental the stuff. Class. The environmental stuff is very expensive. I'll give you that. It's, it's fucking the middle class. It's, it's very, very expensive. Well, and that's the thing. But we're the, not even doing anything environmentally because you think we're just not using oil. No, we're just buying it from somebody else. No, yeah. Well, the biggest problem... <laughs> we're not We're not making it here. With inflation was the distribution chain, which was interrupted during the whole COVID thing. But again, that's almost like a political issue in of itself. Because the distribution chain was interrupted, a lot based a lot on the whole, on the COVID virus, and I think that for a lot of people, that was just there's a lot of questions around the whole thing. Yeah, but you, if you look back at the I mean, COVID, you're talking about something. If you look back at the COVID shit, a lot of the places that got fucked the most were the places that were really left leaning, that stayed in longer periods of lockdown. Oh, 100 percent. Because like I said, and it's your it's, big cities which make something, a lot of America's money. I mean, you yeah. look at L.A., you look at New York City, you look at all the you know Chicago, all these you know Seattle, largely Portland, Democrat-ran cities. 
Those places stayed locked down for almost a year and a oh, half, yeah. brother. This COVID is a like thing. Like, when, when we was here in oh, Indiana yeah. and we was not wearing masks and going to work and our economy was moving, those cities wasn't doing that. They was still at home, like. Just three months where we had to, to stay at home day, a there's still there's still a lot of city like a lot of the cities out that you know in those areas where they're not locked down, but COVID is still prevalent, putting a damper on a lot of shit. Dude, COVID. It's is gonna funny be how like every couple weeks, like you'll see something. that's like, oh, COVID outbreak coming back. Da da da. It's at the point now where it's like, bro, this shit is not working. It's like the flu now. Like, leave it alone. Quit beating that same drum, bro. I done had it three times. You know what I mean? Like, we're not wearing, we're not going back to wearing masks and shit. There's going to be, when we look back at COVID, it's just something, like, we'll look back at, and I don't know how, what we'll find out, the more we'll find out, but it's something we'll look back at as something that crippled the whole world's economy. And that's what scares me so much For a significant amount of time. I was just talking about this, how, like, all they have to say is there's this. Because if you look back now, any reasonable person... You ain't got to be left or right. If you're reasonable, you will look back and say COVID was not as bad as they made it out to be. There's a 98% survival rate. You know, wearing the mask was okay, but we all agree that that shit is pretty much proven now to not be effective. The mask did not put a damper on the spread of COVID. And also, I mean, really the only thing they put damper on the spread of COVID was getting it. Well, not only was getting it, but also, like, the lockdown worked. It didn't spread COVID, but also, that's just not sustainable. You can't... No. Look what's going on. You seeing the shit in China right now? Yeah, you can't stay. That shit that's going on in China right now, they're fucking home. been welding people in their houses. That's fucking right. For a hundred days. You can look that shit up. That shit is on... They, they got it. They're putting videos out, like, through some type of... Like, they're sh- trying to shut the internet down where these people can't, like, do... Because they already do that anyway. Yeah. In China, like, shut certain sites down and, like, well, yeah, very sensitive internet. And, bro, that shit's going on over there right now. And I'm telling you, like, people say, like, oh, that'll never happen here. I'm That's like, what we're doing right now. The way COVID was handled, that was like a fucking socialist, like, dictatorship. Oh, dude. That was not democracy. Well, Nobody at- got a vote on what we did. There was no, if you were a person that said no, they were literally at points talking about locking people up for going into places without masks. Or doing this or that, like in the very beginning, and and then the the way the vaccine was handled. Yeah, the vaccine was crazy to me. That's crazy. Because to people me, people was losing their fucking whole livelihoods because they didn't want to get a vaccine that literally, like Aaron Rodgers, had proof in paperwork from his doctor that said that there was something in the vaccine that could cause him to have stroke. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I was never able to get the vaccine because it, I. Because of the ADHD I have, it would give me heart issues. Yes, like it would give me heart, co- like it would create blood clots from my to heart. Kids, man, without without question, if you want your kid to be able to go to school with everybody else, they got to get this shot. Listen, I've they always could said, possibly give them a heart attack. Okay, like, I've always said about the vaccine. I said it, it to me, it's no different than like the flu vaccine. I'm like, listen, if you want to think that you're just like that's stupid that you wouldn't get the vaccine, I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, but trying to t- prevent people. From living their life because they don't want to get vaccinated is silly. You'll never win that fight. I mean, my hey, that that whole my body, my choice shit fell off real quick with that one. Yeah, that's true. I Straight mean, just, up. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That shit missed a lot of people. I'm like, I'm pro people. Like I said, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty. I'm pro freedom. As far as like, I believe in the American dream. I believe that no matter what situation you're in, that if you if you work hard and 
you know, set your mind to something, you can achieve that. You can go from the lowest of the low in this country to the top of the top. A lot of them motherfuckers up there, they didn't, they didn't have a lot of help along the way. I, I would say most of the most successful people, you know, it's something like what eighty something percent of the world people that got over like a million dollars inherited significantly nothing. Like over eighty something percent. I have no idea of America's millionaires inherited a, not a substantial amount of money. Now there's a lot of them that do. You you talk about the big names. The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, yeah, I mean, there's, there is, there is a few, but in the grand scheme of things, there's a lot of millionaires in America. Well, the richest man in the world started his company and his garage. And that's what I'm saying, like, not only that, like, the Rockefellers, people bitch about them, it's like, well, at one point, John D. Rockefeller, the, the first one, he put his nose to the grindstone and created something, you know, it, however he got it he got it you have that same opportunity is what i'm saying like if you but people spend so much time complaining about well i don't have this and i don't have that instead of just going out and getting that and expecting the government to come help you like that's that's a loser mindset to me like it, me personally like if if you're gonna wake up and look to the government as the problem that you don't have what you want you know, there's people that are in situations, people that are disabled, you know, people that, you know, come back from a war or people that have any any of the number of issues. I believe those people should be taken care of for sure. But like, you know, it, it's like these days everybody has an excuse for why the government should give them something or should help them. Like, but as far as like, you know, liberties, I think everybody should have the right to do whatever they want. Like if, if you're gay, you should be able to get married. Like if a woman, you know, as far as the abortion thing, like, I don't, it, it's not my decision to make. Well, you're I probably, like, most Americans. Most I'm pretty of, middle of the, like. Most Americans are socially liberal, which yes. is more like they really don't care what you do with your personal life. Most Americans agree with that abortion should be legal at a certain points and that gay marriage should be legal. Like, yeah, pretty care. much 70, That's... consistently 60 to 70, but they're more fiscally conservative. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm very fiscally conservative. I That's mean, more... I don't think if you go... Now, there, I'm not saying that there's not a problem with our prison system. I'm not saying there's not problems with our health care system. There should be... You shouldn't you, you go into the hospital broke and come out with debt. I mean, I think there should be a better system for that. And I mean, there is. There's government assistance. Almost anybody qualifies for that. If you make less than a certain amount of money, almost anybody qualifies for government assistance. Now, the people that really get fucked with that is like me and you. You know, people that are lower middle class, middle class. We're not, we don't have enough money to afford yeah, really good health care. But we don't have. But, but we don't make at least, at least enough money to get that assistance. Well, what I. It's not poor people that aren't getting health care. What, what I've saying. always said is I think a better system that people in this country would be more agreeable to is like what Australia has. Australia has you know, Australia. Australia has universal health care, but it's different than like the way Canada. Well, it's different than the way Canada and Britain do it. Yeah, Canada. So, Canada's <clears throat> healthcare system isn't going to work. Here. The difference between Canada, like what the Canadian healthcare system, and what the British healthcare system is, is like it's the same set up the same way, but it's the mediator is the government instead of like a healthcare private healthcare company. <clears throat> In Australia, you can still do that. Like you can, your mediator can be the government if you just. Like there's an, a plan you can choose like where, default. yeah, there is a like attack that comes out of taxes, but it's a set like a set limit I think for like you can get government assistance and it's almost like having 
in like an insurance company, but then there are private insurance companies that you can purchase like insurance from if you want to afford that. Basically, the way they have it set up is you don't you're not going to go into the hospital and come out with debt, but it's not a super high fee like on your taxes because it's a set rate of stuff that can get covered. So everybody just got together and agreed we'll pay this much in to get for everybody to be covered yeah. on insurance. But it, if you got more money and you would like, or for whatever reason you yeah. want to go somewhere, I mean, that's what that Australia sounds pretty is. similar to what we got. Yeah, that's what Australia does. Is I mean, that's, essentially. that's that's what we do. In a way, but there's the only, the only difference is, like I said, me and you, we have to get our <clears> own insurance. Yes, because we make enough money. That's I mean, the difference. And when our I say system, enough money, I mean system. if you make like twenty five thousand dollars a year, then yeah. you you can't get. Yeah, that's the difference assistance. between our system and their system. Over there, I, you can just get it, but they pay a little more probably yeah. on taxes. They probably pay a little Medicare, more on taxes. However, it's not as extreme as like what they do in Britain in Canada. and Canada. Because like in Canada, the, like they're fucking. You know what I mean? Like their taxes and shit are yeah, their taxes on it are, are wild, are pretty intense. Why do you think Drake comes to America to make all these albums? Well, he's also. I mean, if you're super rich, <laughs> the, the American healthcare system is great for rich people. Yeah, but I, I just do. I mean, like, I agree. I definitely agree that that could be fixed, and I agree that the prison system could be fixed. But like, kind of where I drop off, I would say my the biggest like difference when that I can't agree with most people left leaning is the whole. Just the the whole like social justice warrior What's I was gonna mentality say, I think... of ever the fucking world beating you down and the patriarchy and dude that shit's just not. There's always gonna be people that are powerful that have more oh, yeah. money than you. Well, like for, I think for me, what I always tell people is like when I tell people I'm left leaning, but it's I'm like I am very policy based in the sense like I look at things objectively and I'm just like, well, I think this would just make people's lives better. Like I just yeah. think this would be an easier way to do things. I think a lot of people on the left lose the plot when they dive into issues. I think they get super intense about things. Like And it's just so emotionally attached. Yeah, that's what it issues. is. You just because you people watch their a video of, of a cop killing a guy or, you know, whatever the fucking list of videos. Like you see that and you just it emotionally charges. Oh yeah. And then you see all these other people online and doing all this stuff, social justice warrior stuff, and you're like, Oh, like that's a something I can get behind. But they don't look in the thing they, they just don't look at facts is the problem. Well another problem that I think a lot of these like social justice places is when you look at the lead there's not a lot of concrete leadership. Like no. there's not a lot of set Yeah, look at BLM. Goals. They're all in fucking jail. There's the not a lot of, of that, yeah. <laughs> they're there's, all in fucking jail. Well there's just not a lot of set like set goals, it seems like and things you want to get accomplished. Yeah. Where like it's just break and destroy and and all this, and we'll get what we want. Well, and part of it, know, there's no list of what they want. Yeah, there was well, part of it. I understand that. Like part of it, when you do stuff like that, is to get attention. I'm like, but then once you get people's attention, you need to have like a list of things yeah. that you want accomplished. No, because I remember during because the I, riots, multiple cities were like, "What do you want?" Literally came out had press conferences and like, "We're we will set down like with whoever the leadership is, like whatever." And like there was people like giving lists of what they want. I remember some of these lists in like Seattle and shit were like just this this wild shit like wanting like white people to bow to these people and like uh, give up their houses and apartments. It's like 
That's not going to happen. Well, that's like one of the like that's that's not realistic. One of the requests was like they wanted to have like I can't remember where it was. But there was a <laughs> they want to have a black only area in Seattle or Portland. Yeah, and they said they wanted to have like a black only area, and I'm just like, yeah, that's called segregation. We segregation. did that. We've done that. And look how that's worked. Yeah, out. and that was not. It didn't work out well. I thought the whole point of this was we were all supposed to live together as equals. Yeah. Now, I mean, and that's the whole point of the whole thing. It's like, dude. I, I, I want everybody to have the same opportunity. I, agree. I would love for no more 14-year-old kids to get killed by gun violence. I would love for no more rapes to happen ever. Like everybody would love for all these things to happen, but the problem is like a lot of the things that they're wanting to take place are going to make it worse. You know what I mean? Like just a lot of these things like just oh, God, giving money and dumping money onto these cities and all this shit like that's not going to make it better. We've been doing that. Yeah, I mean, that's... Dumping money into, you know, corrupt places on politicians and shit. Well, and just throwing money at things doesn't seem... It clearly doesn't work. Yeah, like, it's take, clearly not the, way the to guns fix away, things. like, that that doesn't work as well. I just don't think that's an option. I just... Crime goes down so much when you literally cross a state boundary where it is legal for people to own guns. I mean, that's that's pretty universal. I mean, there's just so many... In America, for for sure. There's I mean. so many conflicting things about gun violence, but I think a big thing with gun violence, besides, obviously, like, gangs, and stuff, that's yeah. what most of your gun violence comes from, is drug-related drug <laughs> and gang-related is where 90% of your gun violence is going to come from. And that's, that's where a lot of that statistic for mass shootings comes from as well. Yeah. When they talk about mass shootings, we've had 200-whatever this year. About 80% of those are gang shootings. Yeah, I mean, because all it has to be is two, to, two or three people get shot, and that's considered a mass shooting. And that happens four times every week in yeah, Chicago. And I, and I hate to break it to everyone, <laughs> I, I know people like I know people who've been in jail for shooting people. They didn't shoot them with their own guns a lot. No. You're not gonna be able to trace the, like those are not Criminals weapons. Don't buy legal. Guns. Yeah, they don't buy weapons that you're gonna be able to trace back to them and shoot people with them. No. They're not. They're not that stupid. I just. I think the gun thing, I think, is just a lot of people. We, you have these horrible things happen, and there is, it is awful. It's horrifying. Yeah, I don't deny that, but I I think people really overlook the mental health aspect of this stuff. Like, and but here's the thing: because here's my question: when you say that though, when you say that right there, when somebody says, "Oh, well, it's a gun issue," and you combat that with, "Well, isn't it kind of a mental health issue?" At least they lose their fucking mind. Oh yeah. You can't just blame it on mental health. Da, 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 da. It's like, well, I mean, if you look back 50 years ago, you know, when our parents and grandparents were living, there was a lot less anxiety. There was a lot less, you know, oh, yeah. ADHD. Every fucking kid had the ADHD 40 years ago. Oh, yeah. 20 years ago. When I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Everybody had ADHD. It's called being a kid. You got too much energy. Oh, now it's like everybody's diagnosed with something. Well, and here's the thing: that diet. The you diagnosis think there was that many weird. schizophrenics in in 1975, as there is now? Everybody <sighs> knows not. two to three, four people that have been diagnosed with schizophrenia. I know. I mean, I have. I, I know a lot of people. I, I mean, just they just hand these fucking things out, and it's like they're crutches almost. There's cool. There's clearly the thing for me is like the question for me is like why? Like when you talk about school shootings, like why are these people doing this? That's my there question. Has to like, be a, I know how. I know they are by, like, and there are ways to fix to that. Able, your brain, you have to be able to bring yourself to the point 
of being able to go and get a weapon and premeditatively go into a school against defenseless children and kill as many as you can. Yeah. Like, there, there's no way, like, a normal thinking person can even bring themselves to that point. So there has to be something... There's something wrong. Something wrong. Something there. is happening. Like, there's... Again, it's young people. That's yeah, what blows me away. normal people. <laughs> well, for like, me, it's, like, it's always young people. So I'm just, like, what is... What is happening in these, yeah, like, in schools? Yeah, you don't see a lot of 50-year-old men. No, you don't that. see, like... Well, even people my and your age, most, like... You don't see a lot... Even 26, yeah, 27, 30-year-olds. Like 17, 18, 19. So I'm just... I've always been, like, well, what? how are we not looking at this as a giant mental health issue in the sense, like, why are these 17-year-olds... Well, you know, schools aren't helping. Why are these 17 to 22? year olds going you know most of the time into their fucking high schools and killing their the people they go to school with or going into a kindergarten and blowing away six-year-olds like my thing is man because I, I think most gun owners like you're you know as a gun owner i own guns yeah i think most gun owners agree with common sense gun laws like there are a lot of people who are able to get guns in this country Bro, that every, we all agree probably shouldn't be able to gun i've bought every single gun that i've bought i've filled out a background check and had to wait a few days to get that gun. Yeah. I've never, like, never, I don't know why, whatever, but every time I've ever walked in to buy a gun, I've had to file a background check, and they say, it'll either go through, or you have to wait a couple of days, and I have to wait a couple of days every time. Well, and here's the thing. I don't, th- I think, as a gun owner, though, you wouldn't have a problem if everybody had to do that. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Like, I, I don't want the guy that just got out of jail for armed robbery, even if it was 25 years ago, that guy should never be able to own a gun. I mean, honestly, everybody pretty much agrees on that. Yeah. If you're a, a violent felon of any kind... You probably shouldn't be able to own a firearm. You shouldn't be able to own a firearm, and in my opinion, I don't think they should be able to vote. I mean, Maybe, you yeah. can say they're redeemed after that long, but it's like... I think it would depend. It brings you back to that, to be able to bring yourself to a point, you know, where you could fucking murder somebody else. You know, that's what I'm talking about. Now, if you get a fucking DUI... And you're you're a felon like that. I think violent felons, like this, just a different. I don't I don't want those people voting in my neighborhood. You know what I mean for the local office or whatever. Like, I just don't see the, you know, the sense behind that. I mean, isn't that kind of what you give up? Yeah, I guess you give up a lot of your rights when you, you know, are registered guilty as a violent felon. I think it would probably depend on, you know... It's very situational. Yeah, situational. For sure, for very me. situational. But... Which I guess, that's probably why we're not allowed to, you know, practice law. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that for sure. But I just think that should be, you know, that's... I don't know. But I agree with you. I think... People have I, too much sympathy for shit now. You know, that's the thing, like... I think a lot of people have a lot of sympathy for shit, but... I, I don't feel bad for a guy that fucking goes and kills a bunch of kids. Like, I, I have no sympathy no, for a person no. like that. I, don't I have think questions. Makes, I, have I don't think questions. it makes sense to have them in a fucking jail where they're going to be fed for the next 25 years. Well, here's my thing. I don't have sympathy for these guys that have done these things. I have questions because I want to know, sure. like, how can we stop this from happening? Because I don't, like, I understand there are a lot of countries with stricter gun laws where this doesn't happen. But there's also, I think there's there's got to be something specifically with this country. Because I'm just like, the gun laws aren't as strict as people make them out to be in these other countries. Well, I mean, you look at you look at you know like the UK and shit. Yeah, it's, it's very very hard to have a gun there and yeah. to be able to like you can't open carry it or anything like that. And yeah, they have low fucking gun crime. But people you know stab all the time. There? 
fucking stabbings. Yeah. <laughs> they're knife crimes through the roof. Like, people are just going to find, like, yes. as and all the people are going to find. That's kind of what I'm saying. It's like, I, I don't think the best practice is to take the best tool that you have to defend yourself against these people. I think they should crack down harder on the criminals. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if a person, it, it, it goes back to the whole, you know, violent felon thing. Like, you can only be a violent felon so many times before it's like, okay, you're done. Game over. You, you know yeah. what I mean? You go to, like, a lot of these, again, Democrat-ran cities, and, and, dude, they're getting slaps on the wrist for violent crimes. You know, if you rape a person once, how many ch- how many more chances should you get? Yeah, I agree with that. That's You did it once. That's enough. That's one of those things that's like, here's a list of things that you can only do one time, and it's yeah. one strike, you're out. You rape, you murder... You fucking beat an old lady up. Like, there's a, a list of things where it's like, if you do these things one time, it's game over. Yeah, you cannot. You don't be. get rights anymore. Like, yeah, I mean, and that's the difference kind of between here and like other countries where, like, you know, if you go in like a lot of the Middle Eastern countries, like the crime is really low. Oh, yeah. Because their sentences and their, like, you know, in Russia and oh, shit. Oh, is intense. It is very, very harsh. And it's like, you know, me growing up, for example, like, that's a big difference between now and a lot of, you know, the younger generations. Like, I was scared to do things that were bad because I knew that belt wasn't going to feel good later. No, no, you know what that, I mean? Like, like, you think about things. Even when before. you're, you know, when you're finally, like, when you become old enough that you can actually go to jail. Like, you, it becomes a realization that, like, the consequences suck. Yeah, I can have, these... and everybody knows that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody play. you know, all these people play boo-hoo whenever, you know, it's time to go to jail. But it's like, I just don't get it, man. <clears throat> it, it's really not that hard to not like, do I think... things that are terrible oh, yeah. to other people. Oh, yeah. It's really not, it's not, <laughs> you know I mean? it's not like, hard to not be an asshole. It's not yeah. a difficult thing to ask of another human being. But, like, I agree with you. There's problems with the justice system. There's problems with the prison system. Like, I don't agree with the death penalty, and not because I'm sympathetic. I think there's plenty of people in prison that deserve to never to be buried under the fucking jail. But when you look at the death penalty, like, a lot of people get killed who didn't do anything. And, like, yeah. it's just, it to me, like, the death penalty is a thing, like, if you fuck up, you can never correct that mistake. And plus, I think being in jail for your entire life sounds like, as someone who's been to jail... That sounds way shittier. Yeah. That sounds fucking awful. It is. But the problem with it is, is the, is the same problem with the justice system, is it becomes a business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the more, you know, it, it's the same thing with like a fucking, a bus. The more asses in seats, the more money you make. Well, that's like, that's part of the reason, like, it's a whole connected system. Like, you said, with people getting slaps on the wrist, part of the reason these violent felons get released is because there's so many people going to jail because yeah. jail's a big business now. You can make a lot of money putting people in fucking jail. The lawyer doesn't have time for it. The judge doesn't have time for it. The, uh, you know, prosecutor doesn't have time for it because they all got, you know, 50 other cases going on because, I mean, dude, I mean, as much as people don't want to look at it, I think the biggest, like, issue on people's mind behind the economy is crime right now. Oh, yeah. Because you're seeing this shit on TV, and mostly with the riots that we had through COVID and shit like that, people are realizing with, you know, the mass shootings and the riots and all that, people, a lot of people in the world right now are just at a point where they're just ready to fucking snap. People are snapping. Like, people just don't care anymore. Like, at all. No. And it's so random. Like, at random, a fucking Kroger or a church. It's terrifying. 
You know, and then on top of that, there's some some places that are like fucking war zones in America. No shit. Well, dude, not only that, like you, you drive through some of the bad parts of Chicago or, or, or L.A., man. Or like fuck Memphis. You go down to Memphis, Memphis, Tennessee, and you drive on the wrong fucking street. That might be your last drive. It's. I mean, it's getting bad. Louisville, for that matter. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Louisville, and it's a different fucking place than when I lived there. Dude, it's a different place than it was. I mean, I used to go down to Louisville like five, six years ago all the time. I had friends that lived down there, and it, it's a different place. Five was five, six years ago. They're fucking top, like top five, or on the murder list. It's like insane. Every year now it's insane. Well, and not only that, like that little girl that got kidnapped by the FedEx driver. Like, yeah. this is the wildest. Like, some of this is just, just the wildest shit I ever seen. And maybe it's just you know <clears throat> because we're getting to see it first person. It's just crazy, like to us. But like, I don't know if like the actual numbers show if like. Crime is like Up. wilder now or worse. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think it's maybe because you know, we're if, older if now? If we were both 25 in 1970 or 1980, you know, during the whole, you know, right after all the, you know, John Wayne Gacy and all that, I mean, I would probably that? be like, this is the wildest. That was shit. like the 80s, right? Yeah, ever. You know, or like the all these the Night Stalker or something like that. All these different serial killers were all around at the same time. Like, we would be saying the same thing, like, this is, you know, this is way worse than the 20s, or way worse than the whatever. Meanwhile, in the 20s, Al Capone was riding up, blasting people every <laughs> That's other what weekend. I'm saying. Like, is it just like, you know, is this just a constant cycle? Bias, maybe? Yeah, probably. Like, well, it's probably we just feel that way because we're older. Like, in social you know, you, media, well, not like that. You have a, in your face. You have a daughter. Yeah. And I, you know, I, my fiance has two yeah. kids of her own, so I'm around. Two boy, you know, two ten year olds. Definitely a lot. makes you think. So it makes it's it. dude. It's such a mindset change because like, when you watch like this happen, you're just like Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Like, is this really the world I want to leave for the the people that are like way younger than me? Yeah, it's definitely. I don't know. It's a wild time. It's a wild time to be alive. It for sure is, man. I figure we could end with a classic thing bit from this. We could watch some really fucked up videos. I think you sent me some of these. I may have. I think you sent me this one. Which this is... Pickle Surprise? I don't know if you did. No, or I think this was for... Sh- no, I did send you this. Oh, dude. Yeah, I was Have you seen the one? Did you watch the one Hunter sent? Yeah. That whole day. The interior symbiotics one? Yeah. Dude, that's shit. I showed that to Cameron. This one is just like... I just don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand what's happening. First off, most of the people in this video are men. Like, I couldn't tell if this was, like, an advertisement or if this was supposed to be a show. I don't know what this but is But that dude is fucking creepy looking, brother. Yeah, he's horrifying. Well, what fucks me up is, like, I don't understand a lot of it. Like, a lot of these half... Are these men? That on the left. That's, that's a dude. A man. That's a dude look for at the, sure. Look at the throat. Look at the throat. That's an Adam's apple, son. Yeah, that's for sure a dude. Why do you have so many men in drag? I have so many questions. That might be a dude as well. And no answers to this video. And this dude is just... Pickle surprise. I have no idea what's happening here. But this is the one that I think I have grown really, really... So weird. Really love showing people that Hunter sent me. Oh, dude. I watched this four times. I've seen this. And still didn't understand what the so fuck many was times. going on. First off, it's always a SpaghettiOs thing. I'm just like, why was it in a SpaghettiOs can? 
Like, why did like, you... Like, do we even know... Like, I even read the comments and still couldn't understand what was going on. Like, first things first. She can't open the motherfucker. No. Well, that's what Hunter's joke was that he was like... Uh, he's like, it's she's trying to teach all these college kids. They're trying to figure out how to open cans manually. And I was just like, honestly, that might be true. Because watching her try to open this can was painful. But, dude, for me, the effort that had to be put forth for this... Because you know that shit wasn't in that can. That's not SpaghettiOs in there. And these kids are drinking and shit. Like, and just, like, the last thing I want to do when I'm drunk as shit is watch some chick open up SpaghettiOs and do what she's about to do. (laughs) And they're really acting like they're so just entertained. Well, dude, for me, the whole thing, the whole thing, I just... It's so weird. It is the oddest thing I've ever seen. There's such a... It feels like it's a house party that has stopped for this performance, but also I'm like, that can't be true. But it's like, yeah, can we put the DMX back on? <laughs> this chick with these fucking SpaghettiOs. Well, first things first, they're not SpaghettiOs. They're not SpaghettiOs in that fucking can. I'm convinced yeah. there's not. So to me, the effort that had to be put forth, because she had to open... she just opened it and there was nothing in there, right? She had to open the can somehow. And get, there's nothing in there. Oh, there. Oh, maybe there is nothing in there. Good call. And then she just put water in there. I just love the reactions of everybody else. This has got to be satire. The dude with the camera in his hand, I'm just like, are you here for like a like a school paper? Is this like a an organized event? This has got to be satire, dude. Do you think someone would go this far for satire? This generation, brother? Oh, my God. For a slap and TikTok? For a YouTube? How many views this has got? It was right here. Right here where I got really concerned. When she cuts the hole in the crotch of her pants. It's got 3 million views, bro, 12 years ago. 12 years ago? Nah, this has to be serious. There we go. Just skip to the, the weirdness. This has to be some kind of poetry thing. For sure an art school. You just... I mean, to be able to just... This is what I mean, man. Like, people are just different now. They really are. Like, I know we only have the past to compare it to, but... Dude, with this much advancement... I mean, I'm sure they were... And shit, and this is, this is what, like... You know, it's like that old joke. It's like, you know, on, on the third, somebody invented the camera, and on the fourth, they made a porno or took a picture of a naked chick. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you give pe- you would think you give people all this technology and like shit and where we're at now in advancement and how easy it is for people and like you think people would just be running Oh shit dude. And all this. I if you <laughs> this is what we're doing with it. If I if I told Hunter I said if you found a species of like monkeys in the Amazon and they had all the shit that we have and they were doing the same thing they were just blowing each other up <laughs> and fucking showing their buttholes on camera i said we would be furious we'd be like what are you guys doing yeah. i said not not realizing that that's us yeah. that's what we do we have the capability to be such a great species and this is this is what we're up to no this is 12 years ago this is an art school these people are probably journalists yeah. now yeah that's the real scary part. <laughs> market facebook and twitter <laughs> these people work at facebook and twitter now and they will decide what what is and is not acceptable. These two That's guys. That's the really scary part about this it. guy That's kills me though. True. You can tell he is here for a work related reason. He's got yeah. a camera. He everybody is, there has got a fucking trench coat or like a sweater vest. He's on, disinterested. Dude. Yeah, you're right. 
I'm telling you, this is some kind of like poetry slam or something. When she, it makes me nervous every time she picks up the scissors. Right. Even though I, I know like it's coming. she's going to start stabbing herself. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm always worried something wild is going to happen. First off, super lucky she didn't cut herself here. That's what made me nervous. I'm like, girl, you are taking a risk. She's done this before. Yeah, you fucking, you turn those scissors the wrong way. And this is a whole different kind of video. And this, why? Is that her vagina? Yeah, she's, she's stuffing that stuff up in there. Whatever that was, it came out of that can. <laughs> you know that one of those dudes went to his buddies and he's like, bro. I'm telling you, bro, we got to go to this thing tonight. This chick's going to shove a bunch of raviolis <laughs> in front of everybody. And he's like, the other dudes are like, bro, no way. Shut the fuck up. fucking chance. No. He's like, bro, I swear I went last Thursday. <laughs> I promise you. I got drunk. I was and now these dudes are trying to walk like, home. That motherfucker wasn't lying. Dude. She just shoved raviolis in Oh, dude, buddies. for me, there's got to be at least one guy in there that's sitting there and is just thinking this. He's like, man. Olivia ain't this hot. I ain't, I, there ain't no way I'm letting her take me to anything like this ever again. This Asian dude in front row was like, bro, this is not happening. She was been fucking around when she said she was an art history major. This is ridiculous. I didn't realize. I thought she was like in her pants. She nah, was really she's putting raviolis in her vagina. Yeah, all the way up in there too. Or whatever that black and red stuff was. Two fingers deep. And this is on YouTube? Yeah. And then comes out of her, I believe. I don't know why she took her shirt off. I don't know what happened there. She's got a tube top on under her shirt. Yeah, and then it came this out of her. This chick definitely fucks on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Not a doubt about it. Every time I see this video, I'm disgusted. And you know what? It reminds me that I... I you can't ask Connor to send you things. Yeah, where did... Like, where does he... Find That's what my question is. I'm like, how did you find this? You gotta be deep in the Reddit fucking... He's deep in the rabbit verse. holes. He's he's deep. I mean, he did find Norm. Yeah, that's... I feel like that one would be tucked away somewhere with this one. I mean, this is a wild one. Well, it my favorite thing... Like there's no explanation. Oh, my favorite thing is she just leaves. She just leaves afterwards. Doesn't say anything. Just bounces out. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What the fuck?" And they don't like say anything. No, everybody claps. Everybody claps, and this is gonna act like that shit wasn't the wildest thing they didn't just see in their entire lives. These guys are not clapping. They're like, "What is going on?" <laughs> Like, and that's not something you can fake. No. She came back. She ever come back? That's what I want to know. No? She's bounced? That's wild. And now these people just go back to drinking. Oh, it is a party. Bro, y'all cannot just sit there and act like she didn't just put SpaghettiOs in her pussy. <laughs> you guys can't. You can't just carry on. Like yeah, you can't go back to drinking Miller Lights after that happened. There's questions that have to be answered now. And people put this shit online. Oh, yeah. For everyone to see. That is so fucking crazy. Well, sir, that's all I got for you this evening. Yep. It was a fun one. It was a fun one. It was a good time. About two hours yeah. we've been in here. We got down. Well, thank you so much, Troy. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you get your get your podcast or audio content. 
I'll be back next week as usual. Miss Troy Adams, thank you for joining me. Do you have anything to say you want to say to the people? Peace. Peace, love, and shrubbery. Yeah.